listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's really good, people? How y'all feeling this week? Hey, Ty, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. I'm doing, I'm, I'm turned up this week. Uh, let's see. Hey, so I, I, I popped to say hey, and later I actually have a bunch of, like, for me right now, it's graduation uh, craziness. Oh, yeah, it's your season. Yeah, so um, I'm actually headed out to go do an award little deal um, is going on, and I'm headed um, an hour and a half south to go do, like, my first class, kid for 2024. Perfect. Well, get your bag, bro. We ain't trying to hold you up, man. Definitely get, oh, you, my, get your bag. My, my, my bag is ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> my bag is ready and packed and out the door. I, I called uh, Lens Rental a couple of days ago. I, I uh, rented three R6s, uh, three 24 to 105s, and a couple things. Um, I have some gear, but, you know, I don't have enough. For, like, I that, that day I'm going to have five shooters shooting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I keep some stuff on hand, but not all of it. Yeah, I understand. Rent is the best way to go. I'll tell people invest in your business, uh, rent your gear because you can you can't rent a website. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You, you, you can't rent what it takes to get the business in. You can rent what it takes to keep the clients or do the job for the clients. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fu- funny thing this morning, you know, all about intention, right? And um, in Sedona, where I live, you talk about intention, getting mm-hmm. your intention out there. So this morning, I put together um four packages um for the class of 2024 i'm like it's way early but i'm gonna go do it anyway you know yeah. so i put the packages together i take it to the ad of a school an hour and a half south because i, w- I had a breakfast there anyway I-, I give it to him i gave him a little spiel i left and i got to my office 15 minutes later i get a call from a mom from that area i said did you talk to your ad she was like no i said how did you know to call me she goes because you talked to me a couple months ago <laughs> hey yeah that's what it's about today we're gonna actually talk about um, a little bit of that, a little bit of intent and a little bit of being disciplined, uh, in our business, along with our wins, of course, um, yeah, yeah. we're going to definitely, we're going to definitely talk about it, but I, I, yeah, that's, you, you know, you got to plant the seed when it comes to business. You can't wake up on a Monday and think you're going to eat from what you've done that day. It's not like a, you know, regular work. You, you, you know, you're used to instant gratification in business. You have to plant that seed and you have to, it's like being a farmer. I mean, I got to guess how many apples I'm going to eat this year and, yep. and try to plant uh, the right amount of apple trees for, so I can have apples all year, you know, around. I may have to put some in the freezer, put some up. I'm like yep. that. And and this is a, this is the chubby guy chronicles, but I'm like that with a, uh, with Girl Scout cookies. Like I buy enough to last me like throughout the year. So people catch me in July with a fresh box of tag along. Oh dude, that, that stuff is crack. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, bro, where'd you get a box of tag alongs in July? That stuff is freaking crack. I, like, I go bro, by and I'm like, okay, here I, I surrender. <laughs> I go to the headquarters. Like the, the, the little girls at the grocery store don't have enough for me. Unless they, oh, unless wow. I catch them when they first get out, I'm like, how many yeah. boxes of tagalongs do you have? Don't wow. even open the box. Give me the cases. Wow. Here's wow. here's a couple hundred. I don't want change. So wow. yeah, I'm that guy. So you know, but we ain't going. We ain't going to talk about 
you know, we ain't gonna get into our personal issues here. Uh, <laughs> just know I got a box of tagalongs up until like November, December ish. I usually have a box of tagalongs fresh yeah. out the freezer. So yeah, those those coconut ones are my weakness. The coconut, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like. I, I see. I'm I'm weird. Maybe I'm from the hood, but I always. I was probably 40 before I realized the name of them because we used to just say red box, yellow box, blue box. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, it's kind of like uh, Kool-Aid. It's red. It ain't even, I don't know if it's cherry or strawberry. It's red. What are you from? Detroit. Yeah, I grew up in the North Bronx. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you already know. We just go by colors. Not really, dude. Because like where I grew up, I grew up like in a middle class, upper Italian area. And I say the Bronx, it was like, oh my God. I'm like, no, I was like, you know, I grew up like, I went to like school with congressmen's daughters and shit like that. <laughs> you had a good but, day. Yeah. But, you know, we, we go down south to go party and go hang out. And a couple of times, I, now, you know, back in high school, I ran like my three miles in like 14 and a half. That's man. So, that's, that's yeah. Man. So, yeah, we go down there and we get chased and that's, I would just start running. Some good numbers. <laughs> yeah, them some good. Them some, you'd, have been, you'd have been a beast in the army. You'd have got promoted quick. Oh, then you know the Marines. I, I did it right there. Yeah, um, running. I, yeah, South Bronx. You, do you remember kangaroos? Uh, uh-uh. you said the shoes, kangaroos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the shoes. Yeah, so, yeah. Imagine being in the South Bronx, and you know, I walk past this cat, and he's like, "Hey, man, I like your ruse." I go, "No, nah, that's nice." He's like, "Dude, I really like those ruse." And so I started walking faster. He starts walking faster. I started jogging. He started jogging. I started running. And he goes, "I'm gonna chase your ass down." And I, I just I booked it. <laughs> you gotta catch me. If you catch me. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta catch me first <laughs> see my, my thing like right now you know the the workout that i do now is not to it's not for longevity it's just I, my my greatest fear is to be somewhere with like filming on my red and somebody snatch yeah. it out of my hand and i don't have enough stamina to catch you down and whoop your ass i can't just hold you I don't, i'm not that guy that's gonna hold you till the cops get there like you're gonna get that work until they pull me off you like that's just you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm just being real. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be the guy on the internet holding you. <sighs> I'm not that big anymore, but like in my, in my Marine days, I was a close combat instructor. Oh, yeah. So you already know. Yeah. If I so got I, I was that guy that had to, had to teach all the troopies how, you know, how to, break, how to do know, everything. <laughs> and that's, and that's, I'm just saying, that's my, that's my bar for like being in shape. I got to be able to chase you down and whoop you up. And, and, you know, until the cops get there. That's it. Anything beyond that is extra at, at, yeah. at my so, age. Yeah, funny sidebar. You know, um, it was like a, a year and a half ago, I raced an entire girls um, varsity uh, basketball team. Two, two of the 17 beat me. Wow. Yeah. And it wasn't by much. And they looked at me and said, was it those red? Like, it's a score. Like, their colors are green and white, and they hate red and black. So I'm wearing red and black shoes. So it became, they were talking oh, smack. Oh, they were. Oh yeah, well, it's like, hey Carl, was it those red shoes? I said, no. Nah, could it be like that? I'm three times older than you are, yeah. and they're like, there's no, way. yeah, there's like, there's no way you're that old. I'm like, I said, get your, get your parents out here. I'll race them. And they're like, no. Nah. <laughs> so, so I play a lot of flag football, and I'm always the chubby guy. And my nickname was Whose Man Is That? Because they'll put a chubby guy on me, and then I'm gone. Like, I'm out. That's that's how I got picked for a lot of a lot of stuff in the military too, because I was a chubbier guy, but I could run. Still to this day, I, I believe that. Every adult should should go run and hit their top stride at least once a month. You need one good right. sprint in you, because yep. if something happened, you you know you ain't ran in ten years. You've been a fail. You just don't have it in you. You got to hit that top stride at least once a month. I I, I definitely push people to do it, but I want to I, I don't want to get off subject. I want to get off subject. Let me let me, <laughs> let me talk a little bit about this because I want to talk to y'all about discipline. Right, it is the hardest thing 
when it comes to business is to be disciplined. And I can almost promise you the more disciplined you are, the faster things will work for you. I can almost guarantee the more disciplined you are, the faster things will work. Um, and, and when I say discipline a lot, I mean within your niche and building your brand. Because if you have not been disciplined about what your niche is, everything that you're building is for nothing. If I, if I don't own, if I don't have a house and I don't have the foundation, every piece of furniture that I buy, every picture that I hang up is for nothing because I don't know where I'm going to put it. Things are a lot easier when you know your floor plan, you know the home that you're building. You can, you can uh, come up with ideas for colors, color schemes and rug sizes and entertainment centers and everything when you have an idea as to what your foundation is. So I know you're probably, you can't turn into one of these without me saying the word niche, because I cannot stress to you how important it is that you get a niche and you stick with it and you develop that niche. And if it don't work, you make tweaks and you make changes, but you move forward within that niche. You're going to have a lot of stuff fall on your lap. That's outside that niche. I'm not saying don't take it. It's a layup. Take it. I'm saying don't build your game around it. Build your game around your niche and being the best at that. Cause that's, what's going to bring you in the big, big checks. So important that I, I stress that to you because we tend to, when things don't work as fast as we want it to work, we tend to not be disciplined within our niche. We tend to do other stuff because we think if I can do this, do this and do that, it'll bring me in money. But the truth is if you can do one thing really well, it'll bring you in bigger checks. If you can do one thing, now I'm not, now listen, you're going to get layups. You're going to get layups. Focus on one thing. I promise you, you're going to get a lot of layups, easy money. That's going to just blow in. And they like, Hey, can you do this? Yeah. We were doing video and they were like, Hey, can you do headshots? Absolutely. Hey, can you do anything that's way off? Can you do? We sure can. But what got us in the door of these big companies, especially working with big companies, is that we specialize in um, what we do. They brought us in. They love what we do. And they're like, what else you got? And the same thing goes for whenever you go to a restaurant that is, you know, whatever. It's a pizza. I'll give you an example for me. I went to a pizza restaurant, a brick oven pizza restaurant, right? Brick oven pizza was great. The second time I went back, I'm like, what else y'all got? Y'all killed this. Let me, look, let me look on the menu and see what else. Found out that they had a steak on the menu. This steak was cooked in a brick oven. It was one of the best steaks I ever had in my life. I never thought of cooking a steak in a brick oven. I'm thinking like grilled, fried, maybe, you know, in a, in a regular oven. But I never thought that the taste of a brick oven would matter with a steak. You can do air fry too. But let me tell you, this was one of the best steaks I ever had in my life. And every time I go to that place, I, when all my friends order pizza, I'm ordering steak. And next time I'm going to go back and kind of see what else they got on the menu. But they are a pizza joint. They are an Italian brick oven pizza joint. And their layup is the extra stuff on the menu that people may not want pizza. You know, they may want something different. So focus on one thing. Focus on your niche. Double down on your niche. Build your brand around your niche. And be disciplined. You're going to have to make changes. Now, I'm going to roll that into changes with Flash Film Academy. And why changes with Flash Film Academy, uh, you know, is coming. 
big big shout out to my boy Alex on here looking real skinny. Boy, I'm gonna holler at you in a minute. We're gonna talk about that, man. I don't know what you're doing over there, but we're gonna talk about that in a minute. Um, so yeah, so what'd, what'd you say? Discipline. Discipline, I feel you. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So um, let me talk about let's talk about the changes that are coming with Flash from Academy. Now, if you are paying attention and if you've been around for a while, you know that I'm always into introducing changes. As a business owner, you're going to have to introduce changes to see what works. How do I know if it's working or not? Right. Everything that I teach you through module one through three are things that I've made changes to and decided this really works. Let's keep that block. Let's go to the next thing, right? Until I had a foundation of actionable steps that are of value, that work for me and work for friends of mine that I'm like, yo, stop doing that, do this, right? Things that are repeatable. And if you've been around since the beginning of Flash Film Academy, you notice that I've been plucking and pulling and changing. If you've been watching just module one, I've offered it in 10 different ways. I've offered it as a sale price. I've offered it as a regular price. I've offered it on sale. I've broken it up into four different pieces. I offered it in a six month to success. Pro I've done 20 different ways to offer it to see what works and what don't work. As of June 1st, we're moving to a 100% subscription based uh, content. Right. So that means everything that we offer will be available for a subscription price. We're going to talk about what that price is, too, because it may shock you as well. Um, so we will offer two pretty much two price points. The twenty five dollar price point, which if you're an old gold member, you, you locked in at whatever, um, which gives you access to all the lectures, all of the beta client connect, all of this content. And then we're going to introduce a G plus a gold plus which is going to be $49.99. That will give you access to all of the modules and upcoming training, more training videos. Cause we're gonna do both lectures. We're gonna preach and teach. So I know I do a lot of preaching, but we also gonna do a lot of teaching. I know I do a lot of teaching through my preaching, but we're going to have specific um, content that is based off just teaching. I'm working with some people to step in to help. Um, like I got some things that I'm working on, maybe dealing with DaVinci Resolve and some relationships that I've developed in the industry with people that we wanna bring in and start to offer you guys more training in certain areas. We may go off into hardware a little bit, but I feel like it's things that can help, um, you know, like, like how to run a live stream and the equipment you need and, and how to work that equipment, things like that, things that we talk about here. Um, and this is based off the feedback that I received in that survey that we sent out about a month back. Um, and I wanted to try to get more people involved in um, the higher end courses. I want to try to get it, get more people involved. Um, so, you know, we, we're going to try to, we're going to go that way. We're going to offer things a little different and we're going to try to make as much content available, you know, for as many people as possible. Now, with that being said, if you have purchased a course, you will always have access to that course, whether you're a member or not. If you got it, you will always get it period. Contracts it go the same way. Before June 1st, we're going to do a Memorial Day sale. and We're going to give people one last chance to pull the trigger and get lifetime access on courses if that's what they want. Because I know a lot of people say, I don't really like subscription. And that's cool. I respect that. But we're going, so we're going to give you two options up until June 1st. And then we're going to go 100% subscription. Uh, the difference is you got it. You own it. You don't got to be a member. Once you pay for it, it's yours. Boom. It's you. If you've already paid for a course, you got it for life. 
Um, so that's that. We got that out of the way. Um, and that's that'll be coming. Uh, the, the sale will be coming before. We, I'm, I'm going to announce it publicly. Um, and I'm going to probably, I'm just going to be real with y'all. It's not going to be as much YouTube content. All of the content will be here. It'll be very little YouTube content, but I'm I'm here for y'all. YouTube is cool. I got enough stuff on YouTube for people to get it. Like, you know who I am, what I'm about. I may put out some shorts or something. Um, but a majority of the content is either going to be course-based or lecture-based for the platform. Um, YouTube has not been... It's difficult for me to grow on YouTube, and the goal is to bring in uh, enough people where I can invest back in this and give you guys quality content. Like I have some, um, I have some big name companies who want to do training with this. Uh, they're just in New Zealand somewhere. And I got to fund a trip out there with my team to film the training, but you know, things like that. Uh, I'm trying to work with, I'm trying to work with black magic so we can get more hands-on training with them, but they're in Australia. So Flash Film uh, Academy is cool, but it's not my breadwinner yet. So, and I'm and I'm just taking what I get from it and putting it back in it. So, I'm just being real with you. Um, but my goal is to make sure that I keep you guys up to date and keep giving you information on growing your business, so that we can be a tool that helps you grow your business. So, we, we we're moving away from being a one-time use, run through the courses piece. I'm out, sucker. And we're going to continue to upload and bring more content to help you guys um, grow your business and be alongside of you. Shout out to uh, to Crichton for posting wisdom stakes in, in the group chat. Uh, you 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 fat shaming man, you fat shaming. But uh, <laughs> so that that's what's coming. I I like to be transparent and upfront with y'all based off the survey. A lot of people was like, yeah, let's do it. Um. But they had a higher price point, and I wanted to come under that price point to make it a no-brainer. Um, you know, is them Texas stakes? Are they in Texas? They in Texas, then yeah, you good. So uh, let's let's go into we let people get their they wins and losses. Y'all can just just pop your hand up when you're ready. With your with your wins and losses, I definitely want to hear about them this week. I guess that's a uh, I guess that's a W. The changes that are coming. Um, it's kind of a W and and again, let me say this because I took this from the feedback that you guys offered because I wanted to get, you know, y'all the people I care about. YouTube is cool. You know, a thumbs up and a subscribe is cool, but y'all my people. I want to make sure y'all get everything y'all can get out of this and more. And if, you know, if y'all say this help, let's do more of that. If this don't help, let's do less of that. So we got a lot of things coming, more beta client connects, more flash five videos. Um, but I'm going to start to get a little into maximizing the gear that you have, um, but not a lot. We're still going to be strictly business, but, you know, gear is a part of business and we want to help you guys make wiser, smarter decisions. Sometimes you got to buy gear. Let's just be real. Sometimes you got to buy gear. How do you determine when you when you should upgrade? How do you determine when you should buy gear? Does this gear help my business? So I try to look at gear from a business point of view and not a oh, this is so dope. I got to have it because all the YouTubers say that you can record and, you know, 4K at 10-bit. But are they explaining to you why 10-bit is important or what you sacrifice going from 8-bit to 10-bit? Are they explaining what computer processing is needed and how much memory is needed to go to go there? So 
you know, you're thinking this $2,000 purchase for a camera is just going to be 2000 until you go and pull the SD card out, or you got to get a CFast Express card that's $600 for a terabyte, and then you plug it into your computer, and your computer can't read the file, or it slow your computer down, and now you got to go out and get another computer. So these are things that we got to think about as a business, because this is a business decision, not a personal decision. That's why you see a lot of companies still running freaking Windows 95, and they haven't updated Cause for what we don't, we, this works for us. We got all the updates. Our security is tight. We're going to roll with this until we have to update, you know, but there's, there's just a lot, it's a lot of, uh, it's the strategy behind why they do that. So, um, me say, I'm thinking about buying a mirrorless to upgrade my DSLR. The benefits are pretty obvious, but I'll add in the fact that we're going full sensor autofocus from the current nine point. Um, let me touch on that real quick. Listen, the first camera that made me believe in autofocus for video was the A7S uh, III. Before then, I wasn't trusting it. I'm just going to be honest with you. That camera made me a believer in autofocus for video. Um, I'm sure there's others. I'm sure anything after that is great. That's just for me. Uh, for photography, you know, if you're not doing nothing super fast paced, if you're not doing sports, you're not really, the, the over the nine points are going to be cool, but it ain't going to be something that's just going to blow you away if you're not doing something like fast pace. But that's just, that's just my opinion. Full frame versus crop sensor. I'm going to be honest with you. I used to be, look at that. As soon as I say that, the autofocus go crazy. Um, I used to be, see what I'm saying? See how they do you? I used to be so pro full frame. Um, I used to be just a full frame, like, you got to get full frame and when I had APS-C and then I moved to full frame and it's like, that's cool, but is it miles, is it miles ahead? Is it a big difference? No. Your lens is going to cost a lot more. Um, That's about it. <laughs> You're going to get a wider shot, but you can get APS-C 16 millimeter. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and, and then, you know, my Komodos are, are pretty much APS-C. They super 35. I don't got a problem with it. So just don't get caught up in that too much. Now you saying you got a 5D Mark II. I, that's kind of what I thought you had when you said nine points. I'm not mad at you for upgrading off a of 5D Mark II. I ain't mad at you, bro. You, 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 you held on long enough. You have, you have my blessing to move up to anything if you still got a 5D Mark II. Uh, you know, I would say... He said, thank you, Godfather. I would say uh, 5D Mark II is a full frame. The 5D is full frame. I would say look into, I'm going to push you towards Sony, but I'm going to let you pick what you want to pick. I personally got what I like, but I'm going to let you, uh, there's nothing better than nothing. It just works best with what you like to do. Um, So, yeah, let's see. Who got their hands up? Um, Roger said, just to be clear, after June 1st, well, the courses, the courses will not be available to purchase after June 1st. You have to have a subscription to view the content after June 1st. Um, but if you're looking to buy, I would say wait at least another two or three days because we're getting ready to launch a sale. That is um, going to be around the leading member of G-Unit percentage off. The guy who started uh, all them good shows is going to be about that percentage off. If you're picking up what I'm putting down, 
So I just want to put that out there. Okay, let's get to wins. First is uh, Daniel. Daniel, you you first on the list. I'm gonna let you go ahead and go ahead and go for it. Yo yo, What's how's up? everybody? Um, so also has a. Uh, I'm very much tired because today was a shoot day, so oh, my apologies okay. in advance. <laughs> my <laughs> voice goes out. Um, so a new win, which is a good one for me because I'm just now getting into the corporate side of things within like the last six months uh, prepping. Uh, I got a de development and construction uh, client um we signed on two months ago he wanted headshots um brand story video and i'm running their linkedin page oh that's a that's so that, a huge win bro yeah so that was my it's my my introductory uh into the space but also uh within that it's been uh he's been pushing my name out there and so Recently, uh, there's a real estate investor. Uh, I, I live here in Cincinnati, Ohio. A uh, real estate investor, he's trying to get, uh, he's trying to move into teaching. So he wants to create a e-course, podcast, and uh, running social medias for that. So right now, sitting in a space where I didn't expect to be this quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um and like so much so that like the current project well we just finished filming uh i had to bring some of my friends on that i already trusted um within like just their skill set alone but also just like how they are uh on set like i knew that they'll uh carry themselves well so it went from initially thinking oh it's going to be a little while before i get my uh feet wet to i'm having a two to three person shoot and I'm like, oh, I can do this. Um, and the crazy thing is uh, what started how the owner found me, he found me through LinkedIn. And it was after I created, I like, I created my profile like years ago. And I finally, I was just like, you know what? Let me update it. I, was, I looked at a few people in the group. I think who did, I know I looked at, uh, Alex, uh, Alex Miners, uh, his profile. I was like, okay, I like some of the things to pick from here, pick from there, and then made it myself, made it unique to me. And then, lo and behold, like next day, I got a message. He's like, hey, I'm interested in your work. Um, here's my number. Give me a call. And just been so far, it's been great relations with not only him but uh, his team. And the crazy part, which uh, you guys were talking about it, is all my work uh, previously and still currently has been shot off of a Sony A6400. I built a company off the A6400, <laughs> so I already know. I had two. Yeah. So um, you'd just like telling myself that I don't need to upgrade for like the stuff uh, for any of the shoots. It's just like, let's use what I got. And it looks great and the client loves it. And, um, his mentor, I uh, showed it to his, uh, he showed it to his mentor. He's like, okay, no, no, this is great stuff. So he's even passing my name along. Um, the hard part and, is when you cash the check and tell yourself you don't need, 
<laughs> oh, I've I've had that because uh, they paid the invoice for the headshots today. I was just like, oh, ninety minutes of work, and we are cashing in at fifteen hundred. Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. 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 Yeah. I, I'm gonna tell you your big your biggest advocate, your biggest cheerleader, and the biggest the it's gonna be clients that that are happy with your work. That mm-hmm. is the referral you want. That's a golden referral because they know your work. They pay for it. They can speak from experience compared to like your cousin saying, referring you. Yeah, he do pictures. Yeah, but you refer me to somebody that wants something done cheap. That business owner have friends that are business owners and they're going to refer you to qualified leads. And they're going to refer you based off experience with passion. That's why I love getting referral. Your biggest, I take care of my clients because they take care of me. They keep me busy. So that's great that you have a client that is already um you know happy to refer you yeah and uh initially when we were uh going back and forth um in the proposal stage uh mostly about the pricing and but uh what i built in was on the back end so taking cut on the price but i was like hey i need referrals and i also need that video testimonial at different stages so i made sure to get that um, not only just like from him, but also like members of his team. I was like, hey, uh, like today with the headshots, I was like, hey, um, can when I send you guys a link so you guys can go through the pictures, pick the two that you want. I'm also going to send you a link to uh, give a review. And then a sense for them is there'll be like a little raffle inside the company of the people who actually leave a review. I'll give them a gift card to one of the people. So it's nice. like building that relationship but all of them are great people um and i'll say this thing is i've been doing photography for like the last eight years uh doing paid work for the last like four but like last two years i've been taking it seriously i didn't i haven't been privileged enough to be able to afford the courses so i've just been living off of youtube and it pays dividends <laughs> i'll say that much because it's, it's paid for all my gear it's paid for um advertisement shirts everything and so i like to hear that yeah yeah it it'd it be working I, I, it still works to this day <laughs> we, we, just know that we appreciate you that's what i'm talking about i like to hear that i like to hear the growth i try to my goal has always been look i'm gonna give you enough on youtube to so you can you should have enough to join the family <laughs> at that point I'm giving you enough yeah. on YouTube so you should be able to join the family and just, you know what I'm saying, and take it from there. But corporate work is where it's at, bro. Now you got a client. I'm telling you, it, it only takes two or three of them clients a year, and, and you know, you're beyond six figures. It's, when you when you realize how easy it is or what you need to have in place to land those clients consistently, you'll realize that it's easier than you think. And you're going and everybody here who who got the six figures, you're gonna get the six figures and realize realize that it ain't enough. I need more. Uh six figures ain't what it used to be. Uh it sounds good, it looks good, but you like this, I'm uh, this it. I did, you know, a hundred and some thousand and this it. So Alex shaking his head, he know, because you be breaking your neck to get it, and when you get it, you like, I need more than this. Uh but you for know, fucking real, dude. Yeah. For fucking real. Facts. Anybody here can tell you. It's, you know, but so you got to keep pushing that envelope. But going the corporate route makes it so much easier. I'm glad that you, you, you know, you got that client. 
that's that's a major win, especially being your first, you know, big client like that. That's a major, major win. Um, and you know, cheers to cheers to more. Cheers to more. Yeah. I like and that. And then the the one thing I'll add is uh the owner of the company, when we like our first meeting, he's told me, uh, which I'm still working on, is getting my uh business uh what's it called? Small business um sp i think that's it is here in cincinnati hold on is it sb like sba or something sba yeah getting listed as a small business yeah and there's for i'm cincinnati so it's like we're i think top 25 cities here in the united states but there's like very i think he said there's only like two that are in the association here in our city and i'm like oh Okay, and we. You, I. He's like, there's no, there's a big marketplace, and there's not a lot of people, uh, that put themselves in the right position. Mm-hmm. So, and I see that, uh, not just here, but I've uh, family in other cities, I, that do this type of work. I'm like, hey, is this the same for you guys? And they checked it out, and they're like, oh. I didn't think about going this route. That's because, and, and I tell you all the time, that's because there's not a lot of competition in what we do. Mm-hmm. There's just not a lot of competition. Um, that, especially that focus, there's a lot of, you know, the crazy thing is this, you know a lot of photographers and videographers. You don't know a lot who have themselves established on the business side. You don't know a lot who got uniforms, clipboards, uh, websites and trucks and things that, that are designed to go B2B. It's a missing gap. It's what we call a blue ocean, which means instead of a red ocean where there's blood everywhere because everybody didn't bid off everything, a blue ocean is just clean and clear. That's why I tell people B2B is where it's at. Plus, plus when you get, it's easier to sell B2B. Also, when you find one and they like your stuff, they are going to promote you to other people that are qualified. So it ain't like one person you shoot a birthday party for and you hoping you'll get some clients at that birthday party. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. But you have a business owner that's in a niche that's going to go back to wherever him and his other business owners meet up at, whether it be, you know, uh, a city council meeting, whatever. Wherever they go back to gather with other friends like themselves or family members who are in the industry, you are going to be referred. Um, when I started working with hotel owners, hotel owners hang out with hotel owners. I did not know that. I did, I just didn't know. But then I think about it where we hang out with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like like HoneyBook, y'all learned about HoneyBook because we hang together. You know what I'm saying? Y'all learned about whatever service or whatever I'm using or y'all using or somebody didn't pitch because we hang together. Business owners do the same thing. They get together with groups of people like themselves to better their business. And if you, your name come up because you done blew something out of the water and you specialize in working with people like them, guess what? They're going to refer you. So, you know, it's about, you know, presenting the right um, business to the right person and having them, you know, you have a great client. They're going to be your best cheerleader. Some of my, I'm, I'm great friends with some of my best clients. Um, they treat me better than family do when it comes to my business. So. But that's something that you're going you're gonna to develop as you start, as the business start to grow. So um, that's huge, man. Stay, I would say stick with them. 
Customer service is something that a lot of people drop the ball on. It's something that I highly encourage that we all take a look at and find ways we can improve. Bump just having great, you know, a great picture and having the most cinematic shot. Work on your customer service. Dope customer service gets you called back more than more than pretty pictures. You can have an okay picture. It can be just enough where the client ain't mad, but they're not ecstatic. But your customer service is on point and you go back. Think about some of the fast food joints you go to. Remember, I told you the burger, I told you the McDonald's thing. No, don't nobody go to McDonald's because their burgers taste good. You go because it's convenient, because it's cheap, it's close, it's consistent. It's a lot of other reasons other than the burger that outweigh the taste of the burger. You know what I'm saying? And and you I'm not saying you should build your brand on being that, you know what I'm saying, where people go to you for every reason other than your content. I'm just saying that. We focus on content anyway. It's easier for us to upgrade our content. We do, we overlook customer service in these other areas that we can improve in. You know, what customer I'm service. I always think about Chick Fil A. Absolutely. Even though even though we know that they're closed on Sundays, they go be closed. Period. They tell you that on the sign, but you go there because they're nice to you first. They get you out quickly, and you get. You get that consistent chicken. Yep. Don't go in there for nothing else. <laughs> That's all they do, and they do it well. Chick-fil-A is the only place I can go to during lunch and see a long line and don't trip. Yep. Chick-fil-A can have a line wrapped around the corner. McDonald's can have three cars. I'm like, screw this. Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. can have a line wrapped around the building, and they getting you in, getting you out. So, And it's all about their customer service. They realize that this is a weak point in the marketplace. Nobody has customer service. It's, I've seen memes where like uh, dudes are like changing flat tires in Chick-fil-A outfits or they're like diving in the ocean to save somebody. Uh, just showing that Chick, you know, Chick-fil-A customer service is that on point. And it's hilarious. But it's kind of true. It's kind of true. But yeah, I would say if you got a client, they're going to give you great um, testimonials. And think about you know, creating testimonials with, your, with future clients in mind. Um, you know, why did you choose us? What made you choose us? And have them talk about the fact that they were shopping. What was it like working with us? Um, you know, how do you feel about the project? And then what has the project done for your business? Those are four areas um, that I like to get testimonials off the top of my head. And I like to sprinkle them throughout my proposal. Because usually when somebody's, they got your proposal in front of them, these are the questions that they have, especially around the price area. I love having testimonials say, hey, he wasn't the cheapest by far. We shopped. But he was the best. Because that helped people when they get that sticker shock, they like, damn. I didn't know it cost us. Oh, let me watch this video and hear what they got to say. Okay, cool. I feel better about it. So, you know, it, these are these are areas and, and look at your look at two two areas. If you if you need some stuff to get testimonials on. Look at your proposal and try to get a testimonial for each section, if possible. And think about your FAQ section, FAQ, on your website. What are your frequently asked questions? And if you're working with, you know, by your 10th client, you should know what are your top three objections are. You should know the questions that you're getting. When you work, by the time you get to client 10, you should have that information. Those are things we need to update the website with to answer beforehand because you don't know how many previous clients landed on your website and couldn't find the answer to that question and they may have 
either skipped out, went somewhere else, or they were scatterbrains and just forgot to, you know, contact you to ask that question. Because a lot of people don't want to wait for emails and stuff. So, so keep that in mind as you move forward. I try to get testimonials to answer the questions I run into a lot. And watch, sales are going to go up. Sales are going to increase because you're answering questions before people even realize they need to ask it. So great job with the testimonials. Great job landing a big gig, man. I want to hear more about it when you, when you wrap it up. Are they a subscription-based client or they just got a few jobs spread out throughout the year? Um, so subscri- partially subscription. Uh, currently, they are wanting to start off with three months for LinkedIn. Um, but he, w- even when we first started talking and recently, uh, it's going to be up to, uh, he wants to up the next contract to a year. So we're currently in like month two. Okay. And, and feel free to feel free to write them a prescription, right? Feel free to ask the question of what are you trying to do? Okay, LinkedIn is mm-hmm. great, but we also suggest that you do X, Y, and Z as well. So feel free to write the prescription instead of, you know, if they came to you and say, we want to do LinkedIn, always ask those deep questions of, well, what are you trying to achieve on LinkedIn? Oh, yeah. We, it was a 11-week uh, process that we went through even before because there was some things like he wasn't uh totally sure about and he was trying to figure out so like a little backstory so he's he's been in construction for 12 years now and he's been uh running his company for five years but it was three years back in like 2012 2015 uh and that was in washington and uh, he moved here to Cincinnati and uh, was part of the one of the top firms here. And then recently, like since the, I want to say it was that 2020, 2019, uh, till now, that's when he uh, started back his company. So he's been still like fine tuning what's his actual vision. And that's like we've been going through back and forth. So it's, I've been playing more of a marketing role with it, and it's been really nice to uh, for him to answer my questions that I have, along with me answering his questions on a creative end for and for himself and me asking stuff on the business and on like what uh, what he's looking for and what people like him are looking for. Um, so it's it's been a great relationship just to see because I know I'm still learning um parts of it, but um my brain just went to complete <laughs> poop of what I was about to say. I mean, it's a good learning experience, a good way to build things, especially with, with you know the first major client. Um yeah. I was just construction, I would I would kind of say TikTok is booming for construction right now. I can't tell you how many house uh renovations and house walkthroughs i watch on tiktok maybe because i'm in the process of uh like home shopping or you know or or building i see a lot on tiktok that i'm usually stuck watching that's stuck but i enjoy watching you know they they show you this house that's cheap and they say it's somewhere in texas you (laughs) google it and it's nowhere it's nowhere you want to be in texas no wonder you got a mansion for two hundred thousand. but you know they catch me looking yeah, so um, I know currently uh, 
he's transitioning uh transitioning slash niching down more into the uh corporate side uh commercial side mm-hmm. of construction um so that's why he's uh been really high hyper fixated on linkedin and i even said i was like when we first talked i was like hey i know right now you want to do linkedin and budget wise and all these things and how you feel we're going to just stay with linkedin for like these three months but i'm going to do something for you so we're going to uh after this contract's over i'm going to add it to the next one but it's going to i'm going to uh do it um i'm going to add the other social medias like tiktok and certain um tiktok uh and facebook uh just based off the demographics that he's been uh showing me who he's trying to target mm-hmm. um and i'm going to spearhead that as myself so as a trial so that he'll be able to see like oh we can actually maximize the numbers because like when i came in like the first month um was funny we got to i was at an event with him got a picture with the our mayor our city mayor um and that just took off on linkedin i was like hey i we kind of did that but i kind of did that he was like yeah i'm glad we're gonna stick with this so i was like okay cool cool um but I'm just like weaning him into it. I'm not trying, not trying to push it off for it. That makes sense. Be careful jumping into every single social media platform at once because they are all different. Right. And you're going to sort of pick up the strategy on each individual one. And honestly, you're going to have to go to different people to get the strategy for each individual one because I want to hear Alex's LinkedIn tips as much as you do. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. on the flip side, like I'll give you TikTok tips, and Alex might want to hang on that. Although he's pretty good. I was on gonna say, I was gonna say, Luke got TikTok. <laughs> yeah, and then there, I know there's people in this group who do other platforms that are probably better at it than either of us are in some of those other platforms. So, like, and if there aren't, there's still people in the industry in general who do that you can find to either hire to do it or. Uh, learn from consult with whatever but yeah just be careful taking just be careful going from one to all of them because they're seeing success partially because you're in the right place for their demographic and you're probably making the right type of content for the platform because you've kind of got the hang of it at this point so just be careful that you don't jump into two more and or three more and they're expecting those two or three to do just as good as the LinkedIn, but because you're doing all of it, you end up diluting it. Um, be be really careful of that because I've had to, we've had to really, we've had to really decide what we'll do in house and what we'll outsource. It's just as a matter of like platform success, because if we decide to do everything in house, we just spread ourselves too thin. So that may or may not be the case for you, but that's been the case for me. And make sure to manage expectations. Yeah, extremely managed expectations, especially TikTok. It's not a platform that's built for direct conversion. So if you're going for that on there, manage the expectation. Like the traffic is cheap, but you need to be able to convert at a high rate. And if your conversions go down, the traffic isn't going to help you. So uh, yeah, no, definitely manage expectations. Definitely know the platform before you get the client on there. Um, that'll help you to manage expectations as well. 
Yeah, we, this sounds like a good future breakout session. But yeah, so like I have one, I have two mentors. Um, one, he's in Alabama. He's a digital marketing uh, director for uh, what is it? Serve Pro. He's at like one of the top five uh, Serve Pros uh, yeah. franchises. And then in the, yeah. uh, so I've been I've been following everything he does from LinkedIn to uh, Google My Business, uh, which has actually helped me a lot uh, personally. Um, and then I have another mentor. She's uh, down in Florida and she's killing it on YouTube and Instagram um, on the production side of things and just like numbers. So I'm just I've been hearing from everybody, taking from everybody. <laughs> Making my own. Hey, that's what but, fa- that's what family is about. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. I like that. Keep us in the loop. Uh, wait, I'm gonna get with Alex and Luke. See if I can get them to do a breakout session. I'm gonna have to just show up at the house and just you know. Yeah, I'm with it. Just let me know. Okay, you, show up. You and, down. I'm at the break- show up and drag us down to Dallas, and we'll uh. We'll I'm about to up show up at Alex's house. Alex. Yeah, I was gonna say you and me will go grab Alex. You got my consent, so Alex. we'll have to go grab Alex. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah. I, I already know. It'll be the five thousand mile drive version of uh, Marcus's attempt to of our attempt to kidnap Marcus and Mario's suburban. Yeah, yeah. I heard y'all try. I ain't gotta pay for gas. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Let's see who else. Uh, who else? Crichton, you up next, bro? What well, you got? To, you got some W's and some and some lessons. Some karate chops. He over there cooking still. All right, you cooking. We're going to go to Alex then. We're going to keep your hand up. We're going to go to Alex. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Nice, back, right, nice so, background you got there. just want to say that real quick. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, so one win that I got on the video side is that uh, I signed my first real estate agent as a client. We're going to be working on uh, YouTube content for him. That's what's up. And then and and that actually came from my Instagram content. Really? So he saw me on he saw my content on Instagram, reached out uh, through the DMs. We set a discovery call, talked to him about it. And at, and at first, I thought he was going to want Instagram content because um, he said because 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 during the process, um, he's in like his Instagram content is good. Like I think it's good. Uh, so he's already doing like high quality reels and and stuff. Uh, and, and he said he wasn't really happy with the guy he's got editing it now, but I guess for the price, well, he's paying like half what I would charge him right now to that guy. So cheap, cheap work helps you out, helps you be more expensive. I think a lot of people don't understand that when somebody buys something from a cheap guy and they're not happy, if your price is the same as that cheap guy, they're not going to work with you. They're looking to spend more. Yeah. He's yeah, he's paying half what I would charge. Yeah, so uh, but but he was like, uh, I'm not really happy with it, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what you're paying for. Man, my last like yeah. three clients told me they worked with people cheaper, and they're like, well, I think we want to spend more this time. I'm like, yeah, yeah, should. he's not quite there yet, but or he wants to focus. He's really focused on becoming, you know, like one of these real estate YouTube personalities. So he wants to concentrate on that content. So it's like cool. Let me ask you yeah. a question, Alex. Let me ask you about your 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 channel. So are you, and I, I know the answer to this, but for people who don't know, are you putting out niche-specific content to draw in those clients? Um, I'm putting out a lot of content about 
that talks about short form video creation um, and what's going to start, what's going to start showing up is content also about podcasting. Cause that's kind of like the two places that I want to focus my company on is short form video and podcasting. Um, and speaking of which, I just got a referral to a company uh, for podcast editing from a guy who had contacted me months ago. I'm, I'm a known quantity to him and he's seen me operate before. Um, uh, and he, he had contacted me about helping him relaunch his podcast, which didn't get conversations didn't go anywhere, but I guess it was good enough that he referred me to, to this company who is his client. Nice. Um, and, and so he just hit me up. I just sent the proposal this morning. He hit me up like, yo, we'll be in touch. So, that's what's yeah. podcast. Hey, let me say this real quick. I'm glad you brought that up. Shout out to uh, our podcast. If you're listening on my podcast crew that's listening, because a lot of people listen to these as podcasts. They don't know what I look like. They just know what I sound like. And we got a hundred thousand streams on the podcast. I think we up to like one Oh five. So we on our way to go platinum right now. We like baby gold. We like, we like copper right now, but, but, where YouTube has been like this, my podcast has been just taken off. So if you aren't doing podcasts, or if you can edit video, you can edit podcasts. If it's a video podcast or audio Especially podcast. Especially with the tools that are out right now. Absolutely. I just, in fact, the podcast is doing so well that Spotify reached out. They keep getting me record these ads about using uh, Spotify for podcasts because they're trying to be like the Netflix of podcasts. And we're going to get there. A lot of companies are starting to offer exclusive audible is offering exclusive podcasts um apple music is starting to offer uh or apple podcast youtube is jumping in the well, they now let you do podcasts but it's not they don't have a distribution deal that's what people are sleep on but um they they will though they it's will coming yeah, yeah 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 i'm sure because they they're, they're trying to turn into like the next big podcast distribution platform because yeah. um right now if if you so they added a podcast playlist feature yep to all YouTube accounts. And if you, and so you put your episodes in that, you upload them as regular YouTube videos, you put them in that playlist, they will start showing up on the YouTube music app under podcast. Because so a lot of people- They're putting the pieces in place to become like yep. a major player in podcast distribution. A lot of people filming these interviews are just slapping their intro and outro on it. And it's, you know, the audio portion of it is a podcast. And what's great about a podcast is you can get so much content from it. So you can, you know, me and Alex can sit down and, and record an interview together. And from that, I can pull out small form content or short form content, uh, you know, vertical content, TikToks, TikTok uh, videos, YouTube shorts. We still got the whole thing. And it all draws you back to the, to the main channel where we can get you there as well. So I think it's, uh, it's not the future, it's the present. And, um, what you say? and. The other thing everybody needs to know and why this is it's valuable to get if you're interested because you ain't got to be in this. But if you're interested in podcasting, why it's good to get in now and try to establish yourself as like an expert in video video podcasting. The latest stats that I was able to find is that only about 20 percent of podcasts produce video content. And how many people have y'all seen that specialize in video podcasts? Right. It's the same tools you can you can you can either do a live stream your live stream setup so your Yolo box your Sling Studio your Black Magic Switcher live 
sending the feed, saving it, handing it off when you're done because you're jumping from, you know, you can do three cameras, wide shot, speaker one, speaker two, boom, that's it. Um, you can make it easy or you can record it and go back and edit it later. I much prefer something like a Sling Studio or a YOLO box. Um, and in this case, I'm going to say Sling Studio only because I can't remember if the YOLO box does this, but the Sling Studio will save the file as an XML so you can upload it into Final Cut or, or Adobe Premiere and make changes to the edit. So if you do got to edit it, you're not starting from scratch. You ain't got to sync files and all of that. But I'm sure, I think YOLO Live does it. I can't remember, but I know Sling Studio definitely do it. But it's just something to think about. Um, but companies, a lot of people want to, they want a podcast. Uh, even if I, I've done internal podcasts, that's something you should pitch to your company. Hey, CEO, uh, let's do internal podcasts. And like like Rodney had brought up in module one, I, I think it's module one where I talk about. Oh, it's Alexa. Alexa, stop. I talked about. Um, how you can record uh, 52 minutes worth of podcasts, one minute podcast per, per, you know, and release one per week and have, you know, a year worth of content. Some of my favorite podcasts I listen to on, um, on my Alexa when I do my news feature every night, I listen to a certain amount of news from my favorite places. So definitely something to think about. Um, and they, they generate ad revenue and all kinds of stuff. So something to put in your back pocket, depending on what your niche is, if you can film and you can edit currently, you can, you can film and edit a podcast. Super easy. I'm giving the floor back to you, Alex. Uh, it's back. It's back yours. Oh, I'm supposed to talk about. Oh, I don't know. I'm just, just, oh yeah. Wins, wins, wins. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> we got sidetracked. Uh, the other win is that uh, according to the, the, the latest measurements by my scale, uh, I am down 60 two pounds since Boy, November. You're getting super skinny on me, guy. We can't even not yet. We you know, we we like middle of the journey, you, you, right? Uh you you about to be in this summer you gonna be in baby oil and one shorts all summer, huh? That's how you trying to do it? Just baby oil. Like superhero, bro. You trying to be like, glistening. Okay, I ain't mad at you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We need a breakout session just for that. That's <laughs> <laughs> a workout session. We need a workout session. Yeah. So <laughs> Alex, Alex is going to have a 0500 workout session stream live to your Flash Home Academy app. Alex, uh, just stream from the gym or whatever and every morning <laughs> at 5 a.m. So make sure y'all y'all uh, <laughs> check in for the, for the workout session. And then later on, he got to come back for the LinkedIn uh, breakout session. So. Double duty, Alex. All right. <laughs> in the hoodie, though. He has to be in the hoodie when he's doing it. In the hoodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got you to gotta do it to the Kanye West workout plan music all the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up, man. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. That's what's up. I like that. That's a big win. That's a, that's a health win. I like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very focused on getting my health together this year. Um, I, I I just let it go for so long. You start making a didn't even have the mental energy. Start making that bread. Now it. you want to uh, be all skinny and getting that money coming in. You want to be all skinny on the boat. That's what that is. Well, I'm my 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 logic is that is if I if I get my health in order and and I'm looking better, feeling better, it's gonna help me get my business in order. Skinny with a hundred thousand is like it's like being thick with three hundred thousand. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Clothes are cheaper. You, you be a little cuter to the girls. I know what's up. You ain't fooling Bro, me. Bro, I'm back in. I'm back in pants. I ain't worn in three years. That's what's up. Yeah. You start getting are you, that, dude, shut up. Are you serious? You start yeah. getting that bread, boy. He like, let me get. Let me get out here and get. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up, Alec. Get it, bro. Over sixty pounds. Yep. All right. Back on All right. We got it. We got another eighty to go. I got to be a big boy. He said, "Oh, he said he's going for the OnlyFans." Okay. All right, baby. Well, I ain't mad at you. You just, you know, what I'm saying. I'm there with you, Alex. Call that throne, man. I got you. I got you. I'm gonna be right there with you. All right. That's what's up. Y'all about to have a y'all about to have a workout plan for real. Me, uh, I was skinny once before. It was cool, but yeah. But no, it was cracked up to be being skinny. You know what I'm saying? But it's cool. Be healthy. I'm not knocking it. I'm not body shaming people who losing weight. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, you know, the kids get on you and go to sleep. That's all you need. Anyway, uh, who up next? Uh, Carlos, you up next, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, up, man? wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Alex, before I go next, did you have any more wins or W's? Wins or, I mean... Nah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Mostly been focused on the health, man, and trying to get that. Well, I mean, another another win is uh, in in addition to doing all this stuff, I'm trading uh, services with a money coach to so I can get my personal finances straight as well. I told you so I had some helping to her money. with her helping her with her marketing um, in exchange for her coaching, and and yeah, we. we tr- so Wait in 2023, you getting skinny right. and paid in 2023. That's the goal. That's, the, <laughs> that's what's up. Ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. I like that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. When I was in the military, I wanted to, when I got out, I wanted to eat good, grow a beard, and make money, and I accomplished all of them. So I'm good. I'm in a good space. Um, Who else? Carlos, go for it, bro. All right, man. So I got a W. I got a win. Okay. Um, and I'm actually pretty excited about this one. It's a subscription client. Okay. So it's for six months. Um, I've been wanting to do that forever. So to me, the dollar amount isn't the biggest thing, but to say someone say, yes, let me get you on board for X amount of time and help us out. So I talked about it. Thank you. I talked about it. Uh, I think it was like last week or so. Um, that was doing a proposal review and the proposal proposal I went out and I was talking about this thing. So, um, <laughs> So the client said, hey, we have about like 10 and 20 grand to make this happen. And so I put together a proposal five, what it would look like if we did it for, uh, if we did it for six months, they get a discount from me. They get a 15, 15% discount if they do it for six months. And then if they order, uh, I think it was like five videos or more, they get a 5% discount on top of that. So it'll be a 20% discount uh, for doing it for six months. Um, and this particular project was, taking stuff that we already shot. It was like a multi-cam event and chopping it up into, not even chopping it up, man. It's like really like just cutting the front and the end and uh, for YouTube. So adding some like, we're going to design opening titles, uh, opening closing titles, like the end screen. Like it's really made for YouTube and just taking some of the stuff we already shot, already multi-cam edited, do that, add some titles and thumbnails. So they told me they had about 20 grand, ended up being that they signed on for 21,000 something. Uh, ended up being about $3,100 a month uh, for the next six months. And so, uh, which is which is awesome. I was like, damn, I've I've been wanting to do that forever. And, and we yeah, made it happen. Yeah, That's where so, is that? How many deliverables yeah. are they getting a month? So what's say what up? How many deliverables are they getting a month? Five videos. So five videos. Um, and so what it really is, is 
taking the existing content and they're going to tell me what they want to choose. Like, Hey, we've all these things, you know, pick this segment here. And then my like, cool, I'm going to take the segment, chop off the, you know, chop it, add our graphics, add uh, subtitles and thumbnail uh, to it. And then if anything, like maybe cutting down for, for context, but there's not a ton of editing. It's really just like bam, bam, cut, cut, upload. And so we're going to help them with like a YouTube strategy. I'm not sorry. I'm going to take that back. I ain't doing a strategy in terms of like actually running the stuff. Like that's not in the, in the scope. They had the people for that, but they wanted somebody from the creative side to do that. So what we're doing is working with their social media person to say, all right, cool. Which clip you want to take? All right, great. We're going to do this, this, and this. And then let us know how it is. Let us know how, how it's performing. Oh, people don't watch it. All right, cool. Let's try teasing the best part of the video at the beginning, you know, and then we'll try that for a month and see what happens. So we're going to help them. And for me, uh, it's more of a learning lesson. Uh, like I want to be able to do more of this kind of stuff, but I'm not a huge, I'm not into this. I'm not advertising as my, as my niche or anything like that. So being able to do more YouTube content, using them to kind of learn and get their analytics and try it out. And, and if that works out well, which it totally will, then taking that and applying it to other clients as a case study and say, hey, we helped them out with their social media. Look how it did. The YouTube game is, is bigger. And, and what was that website that you had, Ty, for, for running YouTube traffic? Yeah, we oh, need that. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me give you that. Uh, give me one second. It was... V was it IQ? V no, oh, no, no, no. IQ is for analytics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vfly, okay. V E E F L Y dot com. So let me tell people what that is real quick because why we brought it up. Vfly is a way to market your YouTube video without the skills it takes to go in and build out a whole campaign. You can just tell them these are the keywords. Let's go. The reason I say do that, let me tell you because it's very important that you brought that up. I forgot about it. When you are working with a client from YouTube, you can you can spend fifty dollars and get mad results and get people to push the video now the client is like damn you that's funny because when i do a video i get four views and you do a video and they get 400 views what's up so um yeah i'll post that link give me a second um i got and they, you and these views come quick they come scary quick v-e-e-f-l-y.com for my listeners for everybody else let me post that in this i'm posting that's in awesome. the chat and i'm gonna post it in the uh yeah, I'm gonna be using that with my real estate agent. For sure. Give me give me a month. Y'all will be on that thing real quick. Cause you mentioned it before. You mentioned this said, hey, they don't they ain't gotta know that you're helping them out a little bit, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, you're making it happen. Yeah, so it's gonna it's gonna be natural views. I mean, it's gonna help the video yeah. either way. Uh I don't have an affiliate link. No, I, I, let me see if I got an affiliate link. You may be I mean be on to something. I never know. thought about that. Just take a little bit of that budget and now yeah, the capacity. Add a hundred to it and keep it pushing. Facts. I'm down for that for sure. Absolutely. So that's that's the big thing. And I want to say something really important about this, like that the process with I, I say it every other week, man. But Proposify is where it's at, or something like that is amazing. Because here's what had happened: we had a re we reviewed a proposal, and because unfortunately it had crashed at that time, uh, we said, "Listen, we discussed everything. I'm going to get you an updated proposal to match exactly what you're looking for." So we did turned it around, but they never opened it. And I know they were cool on it. The lead was hot. They loved it. And I was like, damn, they're not opening it. I want to say I sent it on a Thursday. And usually when they, when I sent it, about an hour later, it opens up because proposal will notify you. And I said, oh, man, they're not opening it. So either A, they hate it, and they're going to drop out, or B, something is up. And I said, this client doesn't, doesn't do that. They just don't, they don't reply. So let me see what's up over the week in the past. Let it happen on Monday. I send a, a follow-up email. Hey, for make sure that y'all got it. You have any questions, let me know. And then like two minutes later, mm -hmm. file opens up uh, and I see they're looking at it. And I'm like, great. They're probably back to me. Oh, you know what it is? 
your email got got buried. We had a crazy weekend, a crazy end of the week last week, and we didn't see your email. And I'm so sorry. There's a ton of stuff we're getting into it. Hey, we're down. We're actually we're, we're, we like it. We're gonna pitch it to the team and get back to you within like two hours. We're like, yeah, verbal confirmation. We're gonna do five videos a month. Yada yada yada. I said earlier early about money wise, and um, I said, great. I'll send you an updated agreement because now you've chosen all the options. So you're gonna fill in all the subscription agreement and and all the other stuff that using ties uh, contracts. And then from there, send it out, get it approved. And we have a start date. I think it's like three weeks from now, uh, waiting for them to get all their all of their um, graphics, assets, everything that we need to start. We're going to get it from them. So that's it. Nice. Cha-ching. I got the sound effect for that. Hold up. I got a sound effect for that. Where is it at? It's over here buried in my... Love I got YouTube. I can let it play just a little bit. All right, that's it's the OJ's, right? Yeah, I think so. Why am I? Why am I going mind blank? Uh, yeah, I just know as a kid that I was playing OJ's, and I yes, I, yes, it's like OJ. it's like in here, man. Oh man, I'm like, why am I thinking somebody else? That's that's a question black people supposed to know. Off rip. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna lie, man. I was a little you shocked did, when you didn't know the answer. You DNC, but yeah, yeah. Oh. You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you DNC. So Carlos, you're you, certified DNC, bro. You're supposed to know it too, really. Real talk. You're, supposed- you're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. I got you, man. I got you, man. But I'm glad you, you have did. to know, bro. We'd be surprised. To, everybody would be surprised if you didn't know. It's in the DNA, man. I got you. Yeah, you got it. You know, um, that's a, them, them, them good wins. Good wins. I like that. That that predictable uh, income is is man. It's addictive. Once you get it, you you're not gonna want to work without being a subscription. Yeah, and I forgot to mention, man. It's because I think you had gone off last time we uh, I said this, but uh, I'm quitting my job. Uh, to do this full time officially, taking this step. So, Alex, Alex, <laughs> bro, Alex told me a couple like months ago. He's like, "What the hell are you doing? Like, not doing this already full time?" And I was like, "Oh man, I just bought a home and everything like that." So, long story short, um, like this was, I didn't, I didn't need this to make it happen. I was like, you know what, we're gonna dive in. I see this good success. We had some good projects to make it happen. Devote more time to it. The discipline that he today talked about. Haven't been able to do that because I'm just living two world and so hard. Yeah. I've been living for two and a half, about two years now, two and a half since uh, since 21, and it's like, man, I gotta I gotta be able to run full speed with this thing. And so, um, <laughs> Tony in the chat, 200k, that's not true. Those that's not an accurate statement from that guy that we all know about. Um, <clears throat> you oh that come guy? on. He was pretty sure, bro. That was not too. It's not. It's not. Uh, so. He probably forgot about that ten minutes later, though. Yeah, he, he did forget. Real sure, until he forgot so, about it. So, I mean, like the bread, like the plug. Hey, I want. Hey, 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 Carlos and Mar- uh Alex, what's your bob like? You, you know what I when I what I mean when I say your bob, your two step. You and Mark, you, you and oh, Alex need to. Here, here you go. Here you go. Hold on. I can't hear it on mine. You got a bob. 
Both of y'all got a ball. Oh, oh Come okay, on, okay, now. I ain't talking. I ain't talking. I'm going to be y'all because of the internet delay. The internet is, the internet is undefeated, bro. <laughs> Who posted the picture, Tony? The internet is undefeated, bro. Uh, let me say this. Let me say this. I, I told you when you when you when you when you do I can't even talk when you do the business right, it's gonna start to get in the way of your regular day job. Like you're gonna feel like you're missing money, missing money. You know what I'm saying? Missing money, making a little money. This this guy didn't posted a hundred thousand dollars worth of business in the past two months, and I forgot you were still. I'm like, you do still got a job. You're right. This dude did a hundred thousand dollars worth of work since March on the side. Just let that sit in for a minute. Just. Just breathe that in, right? If you if you listen to these or watch these, you've seen big big money drops from DNC. You know what I'm saying? You've seen big money drops. So you know, just there you go. Just got to stay on it and stay stay diligent. One day I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna tell everybody what DNC means, but they gotta earn it. They gotta earn. They it. gotta earn it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> They really got to earn it. Oh man, that was hilarious! But yeah, the pictures, the, yeah, <laughs> it's for sure related to that photo. That's in the chat, absolutely. Um, but yeah, the no, I so I, actually, I actually resigned. Uh, technically, resigned on Friday. Um, that just happened. That just passed. But it's a little complicated. Um, some things are in the mix still, but very much so. So it's a matter of, of a time limit type of thing, just to close up shop, leave yeah. it nice and neat the Respect. way I found it. It's just yeah. just. Uh, politics, exactly, exactly. So, but officially, there's no official end date just yet. That's one of the things I have pending, but they're they're aware. So, we're gonna do that, close up shop, and then do this full time, run at 100. percent Give them the opportunity to hire you back as a contractor if needed. That's part of it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So part of the conversation is gonna be exactly that. And it's like, okay, listen, hey, if you ever need something from me, you can always call. And so, um, and a call with a <clears throat> adjusted rate. You know, of course, right. for free. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. So, and so we can do that, and then it's a matter of like, okay, setting up, setting up that in place. So that means doing some like internal politics stuff to make that happen. So it's, I don't have an exact due date. Could be a month from now. Could be six weeks or so. But it's coming to a close. Doing this full time. Um, Ty talk about it all the time having your house in order, your spouse, family support, super important. So for me to take this leap meant to have all those things in place. Uh, the business, the family, and even then, I'm not. I'm not still at 100 percent of having everything ready. But I know that to get to that point, or to get to near 100 percent where I want to get it, it's just being able to say, "Let's do this." Otherwise, you're playing like just stuck between two worlds. You're never gonna feel 100 percent ready. You're just gonna get comfortable feeling uncomfortable. You're never gonna be like, "All right, everything's good. Let me step out here on a good." F-. It's never gonna feel that way. The, the, and I'm gonna tell you guys who are listening, your fear is the greatest tool you have when you step out. Being scared to death that I, I would have never got here had I not been scared. Had I not ducked repo man and been with my back to the wall. I never would have pushed myself to be disciplined enough to read the books and do what I got to do and invest in the things to got to get me here. Like, like that's when I, out of fear invested in bringing on somebody to look at my website. I, out of fear invested in bringing on a mentor I, out of fear, invested in a marketing company. You know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't come comfortable. Like, hey, I want to do this. And it was like, look, I, I don't, you know, I'm tired of working for people. I got to make this leap. And I made the leap and it, it worked out because my fear was that I would have to go back to that job. So, or not be able to feed my kids or things like that. So let that fear of uncertainty of, hey, we got most of it together, but this I'm scared of, let that drive you to work harder. Because you're going to get a whole lot of free time on your hands and you're going to be scared because you're not used to having it. 
and your mind, you've been taught to believe that it takes 40 hours of work to sustain your way of living. And, and you're going to learn soon that that is a complete lie. It, it can take 10 good hours a week with the right company to make what you've made on a two week check. You know what I'm saying? And some, so, you know, you already know you, you, you've landed some big jobs. You already know. Yeah. And I'll tell you, like thinking about those 10 hours, those 10 hours feel like a thousand after you work 40 hours, you know? Yep. So you're like, really, it, it's that simple. Once you make it work, it's there for you. And like, how to be, I have a testimonial tie and part, and actually I'm going to go into this next thing before so I, well, go ahead. I'm literally texting you on the side for it. Oh. <laughs> but go ahead. I ain't got to text you. I, I swear <laughs> to God, I got it. No, bro. I, and I've been, been owed you this. And there's a thing I'm going to say now that might be pretty crazy is that I don't have any, any marketing. Uh, I have very little marketing and on purpose, which is like super weird to say that to avoid any kind of issues of um, uh, non-compete and blah, 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 blah. Like, Currently was protecting the job just to, you know, buy my house. I need to do a certain amount of things before we could really make that jump. And uh, now that that's going to change now, it's like, okay, great. Now we're going to invest in our marketing, invest in our things, like really get that out there. And for sure, I, I could totally see like, okay, this is where it's going to grow. This is how we're going to make a, a plan in the future. So if I could do it, like anybody could do it. It's really the first thing is like, you got to sacrifice and be disciplined. And I started doing this March of 21 before I, I came across you and your videos um and i was like i know i want to do this i don't know what to do and so I, I think i did it for about three months and then i came across everything and i'll tell you that i watched every damn module like back to back every single video i remember I was walking around my neighborhood get some exercise in i watched everything bro like swallowed all the information because i was so committed to changing paying things and i remember right away i i think i was telling brandy this like when we were in vegas like i had never moved that fast before like professionally because uh, for me it was like anger or like stress that drove me to say you know what i'm time to change change this break the break the the mold that's been i want to start a company make it happen and in six months went from zero to having a website having everything up and content a real fiverr getting the the narrate we call it narrator a voice actor to mm -hmm. get the to, to the voiceover artist yep. all that stuff things that i would never have done before and in six months i was like bam like even less than that ready to go so all I have to say is like, you get it, you got to do it. And if you're having doubts about it, like I get it. There's a lot of things that's that you have to have an order and you have to have ready, but it's not impossible. It's having a good plan and being disciplined. Like, listen, my, my friends would go out and party and like, you know, have a good time. Right. And I would say, nah, man, I, I got to stay home and, and, uh, do these modules and learn and whatever. It's all about that. You know, I'm a big old nerd. So I don't go outside anyways. I play video games all day. Uh, so it was easy. Um, but the point is like, Getting, getting everybody in order, having, having your friends, family support you all the way. And my boys support me. They, they're like, I got you. I understand. Don't worry about it. You said it one time. I'll never forget it. When you embark on this thing, people think you're going to be weird. They're like, where you been, man? I haven't seen you forever. Yo. What's wrong with you? And I, I've never forgotten. You said, you said it before. I never forgot. That you're going to do some weird ass shit. People are going to think that you're weird because they don't see you no more. Yo. And when you come back out of it, you're going to say, oh, I got all this, you know, out of it. Um, and it's super important to to do that make it happen it's, it's not easy and sorry it's easier than you think but yeah. you have to be willing to commit to it and if you don't then forget about it you're not gonna do it. the hard part is the discipline yeah because you're, you're gonna change you're not you're not gonna be the same per your idea of a business owner is not the same person you are now that person ain't gonna be up to date on the latest tv shows they may not be up to date on sports they may not be up to date in the areas that common folk are but 
that sacrifice is a good sacrifice. And and I'm just uh, we just let's just be real. Like you're gonna realize how much of your life you were wasting on stupid stuff when you start getting disciplined about something, right? I, okay, I, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I didn't. I didn't catch up on BMF. I haven't watched the last season yet. Sorry, not sorry. I do want to watch it at some point, but guess what? It's going to be there when I get to it. You know what's not going to be there? This bag. So let me build my, because the more you build, the easier it get. Let me get my company where it's easy and then I can chill out and I got free time to do all the other stuff. But you got to put it in the work and it just takes discipline. It takes a new level of discipline that we think we have going into it, but we realize we don't or we would be where we want to be. It takes a level of discipline you literally couldn't imagine until you're doing it. Like that shit you're saying about shit that scares you, like you, doing the stuff you're afraid of will literally like it'll make you do it'll make you do shit you probably couldn't otherwise do. Or at least you don't know. You yeah, facts. I'm going to tell you where I learned this at the military. Right. You go through all this gun training and you go all through all this training on what to do and you get shot at it. And, and you like, man, you sit there through this crap and you have paying attention and you bored. When you hear a bullet ricochet off something close to you, that shit kicks in quick. <laughs> like you shoot, move and communicate with the best of them. You go from, you know, barely paying attention to remembering everything because and, and they make you do it so much that it becomes muscle memory. And the purpose of these meetings um, is so that you're in your business mindset and it becomes muscle memory. You don't even think about it. This is what I need to do. This is because again, when y'all quit y'all jobs and y'all go do this, that's when that bullet going to ricochet and all this crap Ty was talking about all this preaching and teaching is going to come right back to you. Like, dog, I got it. Okay. And and I'll tell you, man, I haven't had a job since 2011. And I didn't have a work ethic until my back was against the wall. So, you know, like when the, when the choice is either figure it out or starve, you start to figure shit out. Yeah. <laughs> And it's good yeah. to have a path or people that's around you that can help you figure it out. For me, it was going back to stripping, and I gained a little weight. And chubby <laughs> strippers wasn't in. <laughs> chubby strippers not in until it get cold. You know what I'm They're saying? Making a comeback. They're making a comeback. Well, it's not not in the summertime. They all <laughs> even even Fat Joe skinny, Biggie gone, all the inspiration. You know, you ain't heard from my man. Fat Joe's Joe, man. American oh, man. Idol. He he gone. Ain't no big fellas no more. Rick Ross holding on, but he didn't lost weight. They got him talking about pears and plums. So, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't go back to that. Oh, man. You know, so you got you to gotta make I this camera thing work because that baby oil. Magic Mike. That, yeah, that, that baby oil wasn't working. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Thick Daddy getting, getting fat stacked. What do you say? Yo, by, by the way, man, I meant to ask you. I, I sent you a, a, something the other day. Do you still have that one-on-one? Like that, that session? I haven't been doing it, but I'm opening it back up for gold members. The reason I'm asking is because I, I need to, I, I, I don't know if you saw my message, but I definitely I, need. I, I just saw your message, right? Yeah, before. and I'm like, I, I don't want to touch it. I don't want to do anything because, yeah. I, listen, I don't need any more gear. I got all the gear I need. I need that to grow 10 times, 20 do, times what's there. Do you want to talk about a little bit of it? Yeah, yeah, okay, absolutely. So, so I'm okay. Explain to them a little bit of it. Okay. Listen, everybody, I, this is, 
the, what what happened was what had happened was um no I was at a I was at a um an event and this this guy um I was like the only minority there so this guy says to me um I chased him out to give him my it was like it was like a, a corporate event that I was filming last year chased him out to give him my card I'm trying to give my card to everybody I'm like you know for a good time call Alex but write my number on the bathroom wall pass me around like a blunt you know what I'm saying <laughs> you put a hole saying? in the stall right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. too much too much <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get I'm trying to network but I'm like yo use me <laughs> so anyway, I want a reputation the views so, and so. opinions expressed in this are not those of Flash from Academy I'm sorry <laughs> bro you too fucking much <laughs> yo for real man I'm trying to get paid so um I chased him out and he said I said to him yeah here's my card and he goes is this your company and I was like, yeah, it's my company. Like, yeah, like, why would you, you know? And he's like, oh, I just want to let you know. I mean, did you ever, um, the, the Westchester Minority and Women in Business Owned Enterprise, you know, they, they, you can bid on jobs and get in, you know. And I'm like, I just, my natural, this is my natural instinct. I was just like, listen, I, I want to get hired from the best videographer, not come from the best black videographer or because, I, you know, that was just my natural instinct. That was the first thing that came out of my mouth, right? So he says, uh, he just shrugs and goes, uh, all right, I mean, whatever you, listen, do whatever you need to do. I, I, I mean, they're, they, it's a budget of $2 billion a year. And I said, did you say $2 billion, billion with a B? Um, what's that number? What's that website? He said, uh, I, I threw all that out the window. I was like, yo, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was going to say just now. He said, but he said, he said say, minority comment. I don't want to be hired because I'm the best Negro. I want to be hired because I'm the black, best. Black, black, black. He said, it's $2 billion. He said, sir, with all due respect, sir, <laughs> I was reckon I show up with my camera, sir. Yeah, I was ready to go in a box of hot cereal. You're killing me, Todd. You ain't my, killing you me. Ain't my master, master. You ain't, who you talking to? You ain't about to hire me because I'm Negro. You better get out of here with that junk punk. I was about to get in a box of hot cereal with a bow tie. He said, two, it's $2 billion budget. He said he took his hat off and held it to his chest. With all due respect, sir, I was reckon I'd show up for that. Do you want me to bring my soft shoes or my tap shoes, sir? He started sprinkling a little salt on the ground and doing a. I'm just saying, real, he said man, two million. Yo, I couldn't get over. I couldn't sleep that night when he told me that. I'm like, yo, I started doing the mathematics. I'm like, if I could just get a third of a quarter of a tenth of a half, I started thinking just just a little piece, something. But anyway, bottom line is, I reached out to these people. I filled out an application. I joined, and then the lady when I when I sent my information and she says. Have you applied for the grant? I said, grant? No. What grant? There's a grant for, um, you know, for the business owners. The, for Negroes that for can't it. shoot. It's the Negroes that can't shoot fun. <laughs> and he was like, hey, that's me. Yo, for real. For <laughs> real. <laughs> and the funny thing is, when I, when I, when I found out. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, it was like from Glory. Right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I was him. I was that baby yeah. daddy. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, it's a good thing it's on YouTube. We get me. demonetized. Whip but yo, <laughs> so anyway, I applied for the oh, grant. I, I, it was it, it was originally I pl- I think I applied for like the, the max that was like forty five thousand, but I got a, a, an email ba- of letter back in December saying you've been approved for twenty thousand dollars. And it's a, it's, but it was a, and the good part about it, and at first I didn't think it was good, but it really is. It's a reimbursement grant. So it's not like you're just getting money that they can tax you on. This is, um, they want you to show expenditures and they went 
I could take it all the way back to May of 21 up through December of 22 of anything I had bought, but it has to be, you have to show the invoice. I've got to either pay by check or credit card, no cash. So I, I get, got all my stuff together. I had to go get a notary, did everything, crossed all my T's, dotted my, finally that money's here, man, six months later. So it's coming. It's going to be in my account this week. Um, and again, we, we all know, we all love gear. We all, I knew you guys want the NAB. I, I love new toys, but you know what? That's not going to make me money. I'm looking to take this, you know, I, I well, I'm going to put some of it aside just for business expenses. Cause you don't always get jobs, but I'm going to put, I want to dedicate about 10,000 just to advertising. And, and I was, I, I asked Ty, what's the best use of that? Cause I'm number one organically in Google in my area. So if you go, if you put in video production, in my area, I'm going to be up number one on that list, but there's all those paid ads on top of me. So I'm trying to figure out the best way to get my phones ringing. Because if, if I close 20% of the calls I get, that's a good ratio. You know what I'm saying? 10's okay, but if you can close 20%. So I told Ty, listen, I sent him an email. Like, I don't want to do anything stupid. I don't need anything. I got all the gear I need. I want to get, I want to take this money and take that 10 and make it a hundred thousand. Um, so I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what I would do in your situation. That way you ain't even got to get a call. We'll just talk about it in front of everybody. Okay. I'm going to tell you what I would do. One is I would get a marketing company and I could, I got a few that I've worked with, but I want to get a mark. And this is, this is always my definition of what a good marketing company is, right? A crappy marketing company sends you business. A good marketing company is responsible for the conversion of mm. that business. Right. A, a, a crappy marketing company could say, hey, man, we sent you 10,000 people to your website. What you mean you don't want to pay next month? You, you, our numbers is here. A great marketing company will say, let us build landing pages and test these landing pages so that throughout the complete marketing process, we know what works and what don't to the point where it's predictable. So and this is something that I want to make sure that you guys are listening whenever you decide to market. And you you probably won't be able to ask them this directly because they'll probably have an answer for it. But I want a marketing company that is responsible for the conversion and not just for the traffic. We think marketing is just getting our stuff in front of everybody. But a great marketing company is responsible for how many how much of that traffic can you turn into hot leads or sales. So it's a little bit more on the expensive side. I just spent a boatload of money for a marketing campaign that is for Flash Film Academy, right? I want to say I spent 40000 mm. Oh. But this, you know, I'm all in on Flash Film Academy. Like, this is my... Well, if it makes you half a baby. million, then, it, then you're, playing in a different, you're playing in a different stratosphere than I am. I mean, 10000 is not a lot of money. But 10000 is enough to say, hey... Build me a really good $5,000 website and let's put 5,000 into the ad budget. Well, you probably going to be a little less than that. Build me a three to four, you know, a, a, a two to $4,000 website. 2,000 of it is going to be what they charge to handle it, handle your ad budget. And the rest can go into ad budget. So it's in addition to the website I have, you're saying like a separate. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why you need to let the marketing company either rebuild it or work it out because they're going to be responsible for your website's ability to convert a lead into a client. 
Right. And as and as a marketing company, they can only do that if they build it end to end. They need to control your funnel. Otherwise, they can't control your conversion. Absolutely. Now, where you got to be, and this is the spark, This is the part that I want everybody to take note and remember this forever, forever, ever, because this is very important. You you will get hosed if you don't know this. Ask for that marketing company to build that website on your current platform. Or if they, because you're going to get web marketing companies to say, we got to build it on WordPress. You go out and buy the domain and you go out and buy the web hosting. Don't let them buy it. Because the minute you say, I don't want y'all no more, they pull in the plug and you have lost everything. And they will do that to make you a subscription client. Make sure you own that stuff. So, so what, what, what platform is your website on now? Is it Squarespace? Uh, I, that's embarrassing. I'm I'm actually one of those those people you're talking about right now. It's on Wix or or uh... no, I'm on a subscription. Like I, these people, I got messed over. But, but you know what it was? I'm I'm not gonna say that because you know what I got business out of it. But yeah. when I I when I first started, I didn't know anything about. I just I kind of do it the backwards way. When I I learned from my mistakes with you watch you on YouTube and just all oh, I'm going to do this, do that. So I got this company. They guaranteed me I'd be on the front page of Google within 90 days. And they also guaranteed me be on the top of Google within and, six months. But see, they may have a platform that they're used to working the back end to get. So they, if they got a marketing they, department, you may have already paid two grand or whatever you paid to get it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got, oh, I got it. I'm in there. But the thing is, I, if, if I say I quit you all, that whole platform and all that traffic goes with it. Right. But do they have a, if, if they, I'm saying if they got a marketing side, marketing side, they may be the people you want to do your marketing because they're already in control of your ability to convert. They're okay. already responsible for your conversion rate. Okay. So they may say, Hey, we can do Google ads or Facebook ads or whatever from our end. We already have access to the website to make the changes, to landing pages, to analytics. Okay. That's where I would go with 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 about ten thousand to play with. I see what you're saying. And if you guys think you have not ran into this problem, trust me, when you when you gonna land jobs and you're gonna clear ten grand after your bills is paid, your mortgage is paid, and you're gonna be looking at the wall either thinking rims, uh some gold teeth, a chain with my name <laughs> on it, or <laughs> what, yeah. what can I do with this money to make me more money? And that's why you should be thinking. What can uh, I do yeah, with that's- that? It's got to be, you know what I realized, man, and it's going to sound so stupid. Life is monopoly. When you're a kid, you play the game, you're playing around, you're jerking around, you think it's just fun, you can buy hotels, but, you know, it's, you got to buy up Virginia Avenue, you got to buy up Park Place, you got to buy that stuff and then put hotels and then from there, but more. And I just, you know. Sit in the jail for three spins and let people land on your hotels. Yeah, man. I, I'm starting to figure that out. I mean, it, it, I'm taking, I was 50 years old to figure it out, but that's good. what it is. You got to buy it up. So my whole thing is, um, so that you're saying they're going to run my Google ads. I'm not going to try to do Google Don't, ads myself. Nope. Cause you'll blow 10 grand and wonder where it went. You better off okay. going to play a slot machine. Okay. You better off going to the casino, going to your roulette table, picking red or black and putting everything on it. And I, I kind of got a question for everybody. Cause I, it's a general question. My goal, what I want to do is do one to two shoots a week. I, honestly, that would be, even if it was one shoot a week, I'd be fine with that. But only because, you know, I, I, I have another business I work that, that helps keep me alive, pay my bills. Right. So I love this. I do this because I love it. One to two shoots a week would be just fine for me. 
on average, like how many of you guys are doing one to two shoots a week? Like like eight shoots a month or Bro, six shoots. A month? The, okay, so don't don't gauge it like that. Gauge depending Damn. on what your niche is. Gauge what your target client is spending. Yeah, because if I can get you one ten thousand dollars shoot a week, yeah, you know no, what I'm saying. I mean, I, my last job, I was it was a twelve thousand dollar job, but the one before that, I think was in like um in December. So and this one, this one was in, in uh, no, it was well, no, I'm sorry. I had one in April. I had one in March. Nothing in February. Nothing in January. Last one was December. It's like I'm trying to. I want to be. I want to be using my gear. I want to be out there. Are, are those, are all of those jobs in the same niche or are they in different niches? All, all in the same niche. Everything's corporate video. And, I, and I'm not going to lie to you. When somebody calls me up, I filter them out well, real there's, quick. There's a lot of space in corporate video. Right, like right. exactly was it? Because when, when he's saying in the niche, like, is there a specific kind of corporate video you're doing? Yeah, testimonial? I, I, was it brand too. stories? Was it, was it social media content? Like there's a lot of space in, two, in corporate video things. where you can niche down. To, uh, well, one thing I want to say, man, you lost weight. You look good, man. Hey, you're <laughs> looking like ludicrous right now. You're over there. Yeah. You got his um, jeans on. Go ahead. But <laughs> other than this, uh, my, the three things I push are um, in, internal employee training videos, uh, client testimonials, and events, for, event for videography. Those now, are the three things that I push. Now, go even deeper and pick an industry to work in. Oh. You're doing it for construction? You're doing it for... Uh, CBD companies that only pay cash? Are you doing it for... Because that'll help your marketing be a lot better. I never even thought about that, man. I guess financial banking, I guess, would be the best because that's, I mean, insurance and banking. Because, I mean, think about it. If you're doing construction, your website can be orange with some construction tape and, you know, a hard hat with a camera. If you're doing banking, you may want to be, you know what I'm saying, in more of a suit, more of a... So just that little tweak changes a lot especially when it yeah. comes to marketing you get ready to invest in marketing, the more specific and direct you can be, the more success you'll have. I'm going to need that one-on-one because I need to niche down under my niche. Like, honestly, yeah. I, 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 I was always trying to figure out like, cause I, I, you know, you know, the, the fear, if I'm just that specific, I'm not getting any phone calls at all, that but it's like, true. yeah, you know, yeah. But I, turn, I, mean, I, just, I turn down three jobs a week. I'm just being wow. real with you. My, I can go, my God, I, I turn down three jobs a week. Hmm. But you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm not going to say I'm the drug dealer that don't have to touch much. Yeah. I love it. But let me just be real. Corporate is not going to, you know, it gives me the money to shoot what I want to shoot. You know what I'm saying? You don't wake up loving corporate. You do it because it's tolerable. It's boring. It's boring. It's boring and it pays a lot. But guess what? It gives me the money to go shoot all the stuff I want to shoot. I, no, oh, no movie I shot bought my my komodos. You know what I'm saying? Corporate oh. boring stuff bought my my gear. Yeah. I, Ty, I, you're you're the distributor now, right? That's what, that's what it is. You, you moved up. You know, I, I'm, yeah, no I'm, more of this nickel dime stuff. I'm not at the I'm not at the dock in. waiting. I'm calling to make sure that the guy pick it up and you know make sure Carlos is over here and they dropping all that off. You know what I'm saying? So I'm and that's just you know that's that's where I like to be. When I want to get my hands dirty, I get my hands dirty. I got to shoot tomorrow that I'm gonna go to, but when and I don't have to though. But my profit margins are, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can I can have a twenty thousand dollar job and walk away with seventeen five, eighteen five in my pocket, and I slept. And all I did was work the phones. That's how I know 
the most important side is the business side. It's not the shooting. Well, you gotta do me a favor and send me some kind of link because we definitely need yeah. to talk. Because I don't want to spend money and I don't know and not know what I'm doing with it. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. Like, so if I maybe you can brainstorm me and we can figure out how to. I mean, maybe you can even look at the um, whatever. You gotta send me the link, man. Hour, whatever it's gonna take. We gotta talk. Yeah, I don't. I, I think. But, see, I mean, soon. I, I want to. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna send it to you before we before, before we get off right. here. I, I think, but most importantly, the marketing is the way to go. Uh, my number one thing I would do is check with the company you have the website with. Yeah. And and see if they have a marketing department. Okay. If not, it may be time to pull that whole operation. Don't and, and I mean you you gonna have to bring in a marketing company that's gonna create a website for you anyway. All right, Daniel. Yeah. I'll see you next time, bro. He said he out. But but so because you want a marketing company, like I said, to be responsible for that conversion. I got played a lot. I spent thirty thousand dollars on marketing over a three year period for companies that was not responsible for my conversion. Mm. I'm telling you all, so you all don't have to. And you know what? They look when I was pissed. Because I I'm, I'm, I gave y'all $6,000 this month. And I'm like, well, where is it? They're like, oh, I'm looking at your Google Analytics now. We, we, we brought you uh, 10,000 people to your website. I, I, got, I got 10 phone calls out of it. Well, you know, your website, you know, you probably need some help with some. Well, we, you know, we did exactly. So now I'm off spending money bringing in a web designer. They wasn't even together. They didn't know about, they, they weren't working on a funnel together. It's two separate people, you know what I'm saying, that don't talk to each other trying to work things out. I'm spending money on a, on a UI designer trying to get the front end looking right. I'm spending money on understanding my sales process. I'm spending money on bringing in people to see if I'm answering the phone right. And really, this all should be one company that should develop this from A to Z. Maybe not the back end stuff, but at least down to the point where your phone is calling and clients are are they understand what you do at the price you do it at there a, a great website will have clients calling for just availability we mm. know what you do is it available when you go to apple website when you click buy now the only thing stopping you from getting that product is it's out of stock and even when it's out of stock they still take your money and tell you it ships in three weeks like they still ain't slowing down so your website needs to Explain what you do so well that when people call or fill out that flyer, it's about availability. A great website that is super niche, that speaks to one target audience, will do that. Speaking to everybody won't. It's just, I'm not going to say it won't, it's just more difficult to do than, than trying to get at everybody. Even business video, it's a lot of people, you know, it's people, there, there, are, there are B2C clients. They got a business video idea that'll waste your time because they need a business video and you do business video. And they're like, I got a business idea and I need a video for it. I don't work with you. You're, you're B2C. I do B2B. But they'll waste your time because you're listed as a business videographer. I need some business headshots, you know, but you got, you got uh, customer pockets. You got a customer mentality. You don't have a business mentality. And the goal of going B2B is to get away from them people. And to work with banks who, who when you give a price, they're like, oh, we got a budget of X, Y, and Z this year. Sure. Let's do it. Can we get two? Can we get one per month? So to do that, super niche 
and then having the complete funnel. That's your best, your best investment. But to get there, got to have a business established, got to have a niche established, got to be ready to go. Because when that phone ring, people, you know, um, people don't always mention, but too much business is just as bad as no business if you aren't prepared for it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you got to have things in place like the honey book. So you ain't getting on the phone and you're like, what? What did I say? You got to have your pricing together. What price did I give you? I said, what? When? You don't want to be that guy. You want to have everything in order. So when that phone ring, you are ready to go. Um, and, and like I said, for me, the, the biggest hurdle I had after years of being in business was understanding that I need this. It's, it costs a little more to bring in people who are responsible for your conversion. But everything in less than that is a waste of money, in my opinion. Unless you are really good at, I don't care if you're good at designing a website, that's totally different than understanding how to direct a audience into a purchase, to direct a land, a visitor into a purchase. You have to be good at understanding user interfaces and you have to have the ability to understand analytics enough to know what people are doing when they land on your page. If you don't, I don't care if you can make it pretty, who cares, right? Just like as a content creator, my job for my client that I am creating content for, when they tell me who their target audience is, it's my job to create content to speak to their target audience. It may not be as pretty and glamorous as their idea is. And often I'll ask my client, what's most important to you, the effectiveness of this video or the look of this video? Because I live in a world of results. And if I can, and if I can um, provide a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? If I can provide, um, I can slip my mind. If I can provide a return on investment, that's my job. That's what I'm here to do. I can make it look pretty and it may not work. Or we can shoot it the way I, I'm pretty sure your target audience will, re, will react to. And, and then I can provide a return on your investment. And even like, you know, it was one time Luke said, hey, this is better if we shoot it on iPhones. You want to reach this audience? We need to shoot this. We don't need to go all out. When it comes to testimonials, I like handheld, camera, shaky testimonials. I don't like super, I don't like shooting testimonials on my red. I don't like super polished testimonials. The only time I like super polished testimonials is if I'm talking to an executive or higher, if I'm targeting that audience. If I'm targeting the average, you know, somebody that's a frontline worker, somebody that's an, an event planner or somebody that's, you know, event planners are, are usually one-man bands or they got small teams. They can, they can identify better with shaky cell phone footage. And executives who are used to being in charge of, of multiple teams who are used to problems being polished before they're presented, they, can, they, they like more of a polished video. So those are two different target audiences. Who am I going after? So, and those are things to think about as you, you, know, you talk to your client and you look to create content or you create content for yourself. Now, a good marketing company that you bring in, when you have your niche locked down, they're going to research who these people are and what works for these people. And then they're going to run tests. You're going to, I just dropped 40, 40 something grand on marketing. I dropped it back in April. Y'all ain't seen the ad yet. They've been testing. 
A, B testing, C testing, trying this, trying that. They're the ones who say, hey, uh, you may want to go full subscription with this, right? My marketing company is who's looking at my audience, determining what what's the best route to take. So a great marketing company that's going to cost you money, that's responsible for those conversions will be invested at that level. And that's the, that's the difference between, you know, the guys who just watch Ty Lopez tapes and the companies who have clients for life. Not, not knocking. There's some great guys that's watching, that's watched the Ty Lopez stuff. That's doing great things, but there are also people with buildings downtown and make a living on your ability to convert a lead into a client. That's what you pay for. So yeah, we can still chop it up about it. Um, first I would look into the company that do your website just to see if they have, cause they may ha- either have a marketing buddy or they may do marketing or they say they do marketing and then white label it, but they have the analytics to present to work off of. And they've been watching analytics for months to say, this is what we should do. Instead of somebody that's coming in fresh, they got to read everything all over again to realize what you do. And, and sometimes if you go to them and you niche down and say, Hey, build my site to be more of this. And then let's market it. It, it, it helps a lot too. So that's just something to think about. That's something that I, listen, I'm, I'm just being real with you. That's something that I, I, I went through. Uh, on the Flash from Academy side, we still struggle with whether or not we should address our audiences, photographers, videographers, filmmakers, content creators. Like we literally have a page to determine what people identify most as. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if, if, if you're in the comments, post if you identify as a content creator, a filmmaker, a video production company, or a photographer. You probably identify as one of them. But on every email and everything that go out, I can't say... Attention photographer, videographer, content creator, filmmaker, podcaster, colorist. This is for you. So we got to find something like, you know what I'm saying? Like some people turned off being called a content creator. I like content creator. That's me. We get, we get professional photographer, professional project manager coming up in the comments, post in the comments, what you like to be like, what do you like to be referred to as? I'm just curious. Uh, you know, if you're listening on the, uh, on the podcast, post it. In the in the comment section of the podcast too, I'm just curious to what people like because that's that'll give you that's an example of just little things that we I have an issue with on the marketing side. Creative director, that's another good thing. If I say, "Hey, creative directors, this is for you," you know what I'm saying. So just little stuff like that, a good marketing company is going to say, "Okay, these are things we got to find out before we dump a big chunk chunk of money into it." Anytime someone asks me, this is crazy. Uh, it's that's always something I struggle with, and it's a psychological thing. I don't, I, I don't stutter anymore. Uh, but I feel like it deserves an explanation or some type of after talk when people say, "Oh, you're just a photographer, or you're just a videographer, or you, uh, you're a cinematographer, video." I don't. What, wait, what are you? And I'm going to create. I don't. Uh, uh, content creator, uh, like you said, project manager, uh, just creator. I don't, but it's something I, I, I don't know. I struggle with. Kamali say shareholder. I mean, I think it's like whatever your answer is, it ain't wrong, but it's it's hard trying to figure out like who does Flash Film Academy speak to. It, it so sometimes I may use camera lover, right? Camera user, something like that in the middle because we're all camera users, but. 
now I've alienated my colorist or alienated my graphic guys who can still use these business tools to start and launch their own business. So things like that are little things that marketing company has brought to my attention. Like, hey, who are we talking to? Maybe we need to put out three different advertisements. All right, Alex. Maybe we put out three different mar- three different marketing. You know what I'm saying? So th- those are little things that I, these are hiccups that I've run into. Um, that I know okay. that you'll run into. You know, unless you got a company that can figure it out. Do you film or do you video? Right. Those birds. Right. I heard a big debate about wedding videographers. Are they filmmakers? Mm, or are I, they are, are mm-hmm. they content creators? Are they video? You know what I'm saying? Like I would say they're filmmakers only because you got to put a story together, and it, a lot of times it depends on what they do. Yeah, I mean, it was a big debate. I didn't realize how much of a debate it was. Like, dang, I never thought about it. I don't forget before I started watching you. I was doing weddings because I figured that's the only way I could make money. And the one thing that's crazy after you finish shooting a wedding, you bring all that footage back. Now you got to figure out a story and make it make sense to somebody. And you got to make people feel who weren't there like they were there. And the people who were there, you got to make them feel like they're living this again. And it's like, there's so, it's usually when you do a business like a corporate video. I, it's not, it's all, it's linear. Yeah. With the wedding, sometimes you start in the back and you put that in the front and then you take the middle and put it in the end. And then it's just like, so I, I would say based on my experience, I can't tell by anybody else, you're a filmmaker because you really are crafting a story. And it's just, it's not always the same, you know? My question oh, is who disagrees with that? What'd you say, Victor? Uh, uh, well, for me, like, uh, especially now, you know, we got so many people doing live streaming stuff. They're more kind of a kind of journalist. They're just kind of documenting the event, not necessarily pulling the stories like hey, I'm here. I'm just covering all of it. They might do some type of little little edit, but they're mainly there to capture the footage. But the thing is, like, I never I never thought about it. The way it was presented, like, you know, there were there were wedding videographers that were like, don't call me a videographer, call me a filmmaker. They were wedding filmmakers like, yo, I'm a videographer. Like, I was like, no, nah, I don't want to get in the middle of it. But th- that's just something small that let's say you developed a product for people that film at weddings on your ads. Who are you talking to? Do you say filmmaker? Do you say videographer? Do you say content creator? That's something that a marketing company got to say, hey, we tested all three of these. This one is 70%. This one's 20%. This one's 10%. Okay, cool. Let's go in on the 70. Like, those yep. are little things that I was like, huh? But you got you to gotta know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to know, you know, if you if you selling, I'll give you an example. If, if you work with a uh, company, that, a roofing company, right? It's easy for them to say, hey, homeowners, because renters don't give a damn about the roof. Hey, homeowners. We had a bad hailstorm in your area. It's time to check out your roof. They they know who they're talking to. If you're not a homeowner, it don't even apply. You like next. I ain't about to have you. You know what I'm saying? So, but just knowing that helps your marketing. That's why it's important to be niche and talk to somebody. Cause that don't work for com- for people who own commercial com- uh, commercial buildings and and you know what I'm saying strip malls and stuff. They they got roofs too. They roofs suffer from hail damage. There are roofing companies that work with those companies. But when I say, hey, homeowner, you know who I'm talking to. Mm. 
And then they got to play with the words. So it, it, then it's, it's a play on words. Absolutely. Because uh, it's a search from Google, but it's that, that can change to, hey, do you own a commercial establishment? Do you own a residential establishment and have hell damage? That's a whole different video. Now I'm selling you two videos. Just because of that play on words. Just because I understand the, the intent of the content and who the target audience is. So often, you know, we get a lot of people who, who are into photography and videography who want to spend money on Google, but they haven't decided who they're talking to yet. So you blowing money. If your brand doesn't speak to one specific audience, you're wasting money. You're, you're being 20% uh, as efficient as you could be if, you're, if your message and branding and niche was very direct. The more direct your niche is, the easier everything will be. Well, on, that, on the heels of that question yeah. for you, yeah. you did say to, to see if the current company I'm using now does the marketing, but if in the event they don't, who do you recommend that I would call next? Like, who did you work with that actually is responsible for the conversion? So, so the thing is this. Currently, I'm working with a company that specialize in course sales and oh, subscription. Because okay, okay. um, I, I try to every day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I currently yeah, yeah. have somebody that specifically only work with training systems. So they're going to they're gonna tell me I'm not their niece. Right, <laughs> right. You got anybody else you can but, think of? But you, you know what? I, I paid I pay a lot of money. For a specialist, because I didn't want somebody like, oh, well, I, we never really marketed this before. Let's see what's, we, we're going to have yeah. you blow three months of your budget and we're going to see what works. Yeah. I wanted somebody who walked in the door and said, you're doing this wrong, that wrong, this wrong, let's fix it. Um, there is a marketing company I went with that was pretty decent. The only thing I didn't like about them was I felt like they were so big that I felt like they almost didn't have time for me because my marketing budget was was only oh. like 8000 a month. And they were like, yeah, okay, oh, we'll get only it. Yo, don't send me them, man. I'm just, I'm just being real with you. I think it was 360 What's my marketing budget for the year? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was marketing 360. I don't know what they got going on now, but I felt like my little change, you know, it was, because them companies be like, yeah, it's going to be 4000 to get you started, 1000 to build out your blah, blah, blah. And then oh, wow. we going, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just... Yeah. Check with your company first because they've done half of it and you've already paid for it. Yeah. But Mar right. Marketing 360 was the company that I went with. Okay. Thank you. No I appreciate problem. that. Yeah, no problem all at right. all. I'm going to have to bounce because I got to get up early tomorrow, but you got send me, send me a link, brother. Yeah, I see you. Can, you, know, you can take, well, Fong Wong's Chinese jewelry. <laughs> Credit cards. We I, accept I, all forms of payment. Let me see. I had it on the... Uh, <laughs> Because I was, I was looking for that in the flash film thing. If let me see, hold on. I think I know. I had it hidden because I was doing less. No okay, on there no more. I'll send you the link. Because I cool. was doing Thank less you, man. Less. No problem. By the way, you you it was a good look on that sticker sticker mule, man. Got the you see these? I don't know. Can, well, you can't see, see it. Can't it. See My it. background. Yeah. I gotta drop the background. You gotta see this because the uh, um drop the background. I like sticking green chair. I, I got a yeah, yeah, do the green chair. I had a bunch of uh, <laughs> QR codes made. We were slapping them everywhere in Vegas. I'm surprised nobody called me. Like, yo, what is this? Why does every elevator got your QR code in it? <laughs> right here. Oh, okay. Nice. I like that. Yeah. That's kind of like nice. a hologram thing. You yeah, know what I'm saying? The yeah. bottom says corporate video solutions. I like that. 
Man, your your background blurred all of that out. I couldn't see nothing. I thought you were holding up. I could. I like that. Yeah, no, so the, you, that was off the hook, man. You that snicker mule. Yeah, I got put all my all my cases, all my stuff. Yep. yep. Yeah, sticker mules. They got they got pretty good uh pretty good cheap prices. They're they're pretty inexpensive for what you would think to get some stickers made. I want to give you a win. Let's go, and then after you we are gonna go to Crichton you, if his mic works. <laughs> you you said a couple of months ago. Don't judge me. <laughs> you said a couple of months ago. Y'all need to do your date naps like you do all this other pretty work. And yeah. I put on cooking videos and I put up time. <laughs> Hey, sales to sales. Hey, yo, I changed it, and, and, and within like three days, I, I yeah, I appreciate it. Never even thought about it, bro. I used to have a picture of me holding a laundry basket. It was a wrap. I was, cook, I was cooking oxtails. Oh, see, it's just different. You got everybody else with their wife beaters on, holding pit bulls, leaning up against cars. Here, this guy go like this: is my Friday night with a laundry basket. It was a wrap. But uh, it worked. You know, I'm in a good place. So uh, just, you know, it worked. Don't hate the player. Hey, that's right. It sells the sales, man. Whatever, whatever you want to sell, sales the sales. So once you get it, you got it. It works on every part of life. Don't be afraid to use that superpower. Put some flowers. Put some flowers up, gentlemen, from your porch. You go. <laughs> or in the house. There you go. Just a little bit. It don't take much. But these these guys married don't get them in trouble. They they you know they don't want, don't get them in trouble. We don't want to get nobody in trouble. The views and opinions expressed here. Give your wife some flowers. Oh Look. yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Give me some flowers. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you need to record that one time real good. It, it just have, have it on the Yeah, because if not, it's gonna be like. FBI, open up. So yeah, you got it. You know what I'm saying? Crichton, you up next, bro. Let's hear that W. All right, all right. Well, first, I, I want to start with the. I'd like to start with my lesson. Okay. Okay. My lesson, and, and, and thankfully, I figured this one out early. All right, I figured it out before money was on the line. Redundancy, redundancy, redundancy. And so, uh, yes, and I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm like, man, it's like, how many levels of redundancy do I want to have on you? Certain you insert anything. I'm sitting there. I, I, I will tell you now. You need to have a redundancy in the number of lungs you got. I tell people my van is just a redundancy van. It's just yeah. so I can carry multiple stuff and go back and get it, not to drive back home. But yeah, what, what, mm-hmm. what, what, was there something in particular you left for loss or didn't work? Um, it was actually my yellow box. Mm. So it, it uh, I, I was sitting there uh, had 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 a vid- had, had a video this past weekend. I'm sitting there, it's like all right. I'm going to do everything I can to just cut it with with, with the switcher function and just re- and record straight on that uh, straight onto the SD card. And man, I don't know what it up and uh, what did this uh, up inside to do, but it just like just crashed out of nowhere. Uh, you know, I'm sitting there, it's like, okay, this is game over. You know, it's like, okay, I I, I was getting ready to, uh, uh, you know, do a uh, you know like last minute set set up a paid live stream gig uh for uh let's see th- this this friday and I, and then i'm sitting there it's like okay if, if this isn't working and it's not working right now then i'm not I, i'm i'm, I'm not going to throw my uh, hat in the ring with it and 
you know, the, the nice thing is, 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 it's just basically, uh, me. I'm the only, uh, uh, it, it's, it, it's either I'm going to offer it or, or it's not going to happen. Right. Um, you know, I'm sitting there and it's like, okay, this is too high of a risk for me to go through and screw this up at the, at the amount of money that I need it to be. You know, it, it's not like, you know, a couple hundred bucks, you know, it's like, I'm sitting there, I was like, okay, for me to do this live stream, it's going to be, you know, high four figures, you know, just, just for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, it's like, okay, th- th- this is, uh, you know, it, it's, I, 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 the yellow box, in my opinion, now is going to be like the backup to whatever I'm going to build next. And so, yeah, that's, that's, th- yeah. that there is my lesson. I, yeah, that's, that's a, again, glad you learned that lesson before it was money on the line. That's not a lesson mm-hmm. you want to learn when it's money on the line in the middle of a live shoot. Exactly. Have you figured exactly. out what happened? Uh, say, say again. Have you figured out what happened? Um, it just like I, I, I really have no real idea. It just decided to, uh, uh, you know, just it just decided to uh, crash. And but and I looked down at him. So there, I was like, okay, I'm glad. I'm glad that I don't have to uh, have a heart attack over this right now. Um, <laughs> uh, did, did a hard reset. Um, and I'm glad that you know, like as far as the video that I produce, I had two cameras going that were not attached to it because the cameras that were attached to it uh stopped recording because it because uh, uh it you know it, it apparently has a little bit of a uh information being transferred and when the video died the cameras stopped rolling and so uh, instead of having four angles I, I have two angles for like this couple minutes and so uh, that that that's all I'm gonna need for that. But I mean, but the, it, it, but uh, did the did the stream continue even when it shut down? No, no, no. I I, I wasn't actually uh, I, I wasn't broadcasting anything. I, I, I was oh, just okay. working it as a switcher, and so gotcha. you know, it's basically doing multicam live and right there on 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 the uh on the handheld device so i used to be notorious for leaving sd cards at home like like when i get them out of the camera and then get stuff off of it i put the camera up and i would go to a job because man for like three years straight i was shooting four days a week and i would just be humping and i leave my dog it was to the point where i had i got a whole drawer in my in my van that's mm-hmm. just filled with SD cards because I would have to I run the Best Buy and just buy one real quick. So yep. I, it was just, yeah. Now I got to the point where, and, and I used to have, um, like I used to use a lot of these like SD card readers. I, I'm sorry, I used to not use SD card readers. You probably can't see this one, but um, I used to go on the side of my MacBook Pro or the side mm-hmm. of my, my, uh, my Mac Mini or whatever. My iMac at the time was in the back and I would just right. forget them. So by me just bringing, getting an SD card reader where it's sitting in front of me where I can look down and see it just helped, help with that a lot. Just, just with me. Cause I'd be, you know, running, but I used to be notorious for leaving, uh, SD cards. So certain, like 
So I got like a cheap, um, fantastic plastic 50 millimeter in the truck uh, because of, I've left the lens before. And I know I can do just about everything with a 50. And if something happened to that one, I don't care because I got two other 50s. But certain stuff I would just keep in the van that I'm just notorious for leaving. Business yep. cards, SD cards, uh, a lens, uh, you know, and then you got your regular stuff. Oh, I'm notorious for the business cards and SD cards too, dude. I I don't, that's why I can't do SD cards anymore. That's why I like solid state drives because they're big as hell. I'm like, do I have the case or do I not have the case? Like either it's there or it's not. It's not like, oh, did I put my SD cards in my little pouch or no? Hmm, Let me, let me see. No, that shit's. That's too much, man. I'm terrible with that. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of like you. Uh, I, I, I have SD cards everywhere. Yeah. You know, it, it, I'm sitting there. It's like you know, the only place I don't have them is my wallet. Actually, it's not a bad idea. Um, I used to keep one in my but, wallet, believe it or not. I believe and it. I used to keep a thumb drive on my um, on my keychain, a one terabyte thumb drive on my keychain for when I used nice. to do photo booth stuff. Cause I needed the background and all that. Or if let's say I get to a place and I'm like, dang, I didn't wipe my card. I don't know if I need this. Let me pull it off here and put it up. You know what I'm saying? Just different stuff. But that's, that's why I, I am so big on quality and not quantity anymore when yep. it comes to jobs, because I was just humping and I was just for, and I just enjoyed it. It wasn't nothing bad. I just liked being busy and filming every day. I just loved it. I was somewhere different. Now I don't, I don't do as much. Uh, and it, you know, that's, it kind of plays into why a little bit. Absolutely. Um, with the winds, let's see. Uh, did a, I, I, uh, I had a high school uh, cheerleader photo shoot where I, where I brought out a new contractor. Um, the guy's also a veteran. Uh, and if Marcus is listening at some point in the future, uh, he, he ended up getting his, uh, 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 the way I understand is he got med boarded because he got injured. Uh, doing during training so uh but he has his va stuff already so uh margus it's already handled (laughs) um man let me tell you something uh it was it was kind of refreshing because i i've spent so much time trying to find people that i can put a camera in their hands and this guy has like no training on how to work a camera, right. but I can get him to do all the other tasks easy. And he's interested in in this stuff, but he's interested at a, at a very different level. Um, and you know, he, he and working with him a couple times already, he's impressed me enough with his work ethic, not with his skill set. But uh, a, a, a little shout out to Luke. Luke's Luke invested like an hour into this guy because he has Hollywood uh, dreams of dreams of being a Hollywood director. I'm sitting there it's like, who do I know who's closest to, to to that? I'm like, all right, you you can teach skill. Luke. You can't teach Will. Exactly, Luke. You're you on know. mute right now. I don't know if you're talking to us or you're talking to somebody else right now on mute. Look like you about to drop you off guys the package. Talk- and you caught me at a good time, bro. I was like on a long drive that night. You're lucky that I fucking had that moment to talk to your guy, but he seemed oh, all right, yeah. dude. I mean, you know, everybody in this industry wants to be some sort of big Hollywood something. That ain't anything new. You know what I mean? That's only what I've heard 10 million times from every person <laughs> under 35 that I've hired in this industry. So I'd be like, uh, girl, come on in, sit down on this couch. Let's talk about it. <laughs> 
Cold-blooded. If You're you, all. So the thing is, I know, guy, you know a guy. Know a guy. I know a guy who know a guy who know a producer. And the thing is, you guys just sit down. If y'all, if you giggled at that, you nasty. I just want to say that all y'all that giggled, <laughs> you too, I'm gonna bust out laughing. I just want to say that for y'all that's on mute, that's sitting down and ain't on camera. If you laughed at that, no, you're nasty. If you laughed at that, then you've actually seen like broadcasted <laughs> cinema. That's yeah, exactly I, how it works. Right, right. All y'all nasty. Everybody broadcasted who, cinema mm-hmm. is that what it's called now? Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So put that out there. The views and opinions. No I'm joking. <laughs> Um, let, let me see. Uh, now, uh, on the flip side, with with this live streaming thing that, that I've decided to not do just yet, uh, I do have I I do have a little win. Uh, I sent them uh, my, my invoice uh, like usual, you know, and and, and they're a repeat government customer. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna raise the price a little bit. They didn't even wink. Just, all right, here's your check. I had to give you some of that. Yep. <laughs> yep. I had to give you some of that. I appreciate it. It's just a little, it's a little bit, it's a little bit. I I, I don't need the whole song. So, but, you know, and, and, and it, and I was sitting there, I was like, I was expecting like a phone call, nothing. And it's like, okay, we'll process and process and then, and then, um, like uh next day i i, I uh, get, got an email hey we're, we have the check ready for you just uh just, just w- w- when you swing by friday but bam oh wait, it's a check too i like that oh yeah yeah Ch- check check from a government institution there's no sales tax in the great state of texas on it yep. love that um which actually when i go to do my quarterly sales tax with the states i i actually have to annotate where that money came from yep you know, it's like, hey, you know, th- this is not taxable, so I don't have to pay taxes on it. You know? Make sure you guys um, are keeping track of how. Y'all not and... have NTTCs down there in Texas? Who? Uh, uh, who? Y'all don't. Y'all don't have non-taxable transaction certificates down there in Texas. Just get, just get one of those, bro. The your tax and rev will approve it like instantly if it's for a government contract. They'll be like, oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Also, I'm gonna tell you guys this: make sure, and I'm sure you probably already know it, but triple down and understand that you need to keep track of how and what you pay your contractors. I paid contractors ninety thousand last year. It's great to see that I don't have to pay tax on ninety thousand dollars of the money I've earned. Keep that. I don't care what it is. Keep that stuff. I that that will do. It will give you a big chunk of, chunk of your money back. Because the government rewards you for hiring people. Remember, taxes are the best tax bracket to be as a business owner. It's the best place, not tax bracket, but it's the best taxpayer to be as a business owner. Mm-hmm. The, the economy is designed to give you everything. So I personally try not to take home a lot of profit, but the business can take home all the profit it wants. So, oh. you know what I'm saying? Everything. The and benefits then, um, of an LLC. Yep. My bookkeeper like, and what is the sugar club? I see that you withdraw $500 and ones. That was a business meeting. That was a uh, group training. Right. You know? 
What is that? <laughs> we we, we show that you are subscribed to twenty six uh, only fans accounts. What is that exactly? Oh, that's just that's training. research. That's that's a, corporate, event, corporate event. Yeah, that is market research right Absolutely. there. That's you research. know, Absolutely. team building exercise. Team building exercises. Yes. Yeah. Sergeant's <laughs> time training doesn't have to be every Thursday. You know, that's, that's Sometimes right. Sometimes it can be on the weekends. Andrew says Company photography retreat. studio for shoe models. Absolutely, I like that shoe models. My uncle used that a lot, but yeah, shoe models oh, and and yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm with it. Just a good bookkeeper, they gonna be like, okay. So yeah. Just oh yeah, out, no, right? a good accountant's worth the investment. Honestly, like mm-hmm. it's gonna help you so much. I use a company called Bench, which I talk about in the module because it's a little easier, mm-hmm. and they can just pull it. They they get access to your accounts, and they just watch everything. That way, you don't have to go back and do it. Once you mark something as something, they know. Hey, every time he's in the Sugar Club. He's it's a work expense. It's a you know, it's a whatever. So you know. Now then I I, I don't want to call it an uh it's, it's not an L, but I, I did do some learning recently also, also tied to all this. And so uh what what my what my plan is is um uh, so with, with with this with this uh with, with, with this live streaming event. That, that I'm hoping to do as soon as next year when when it comes back around, but there's other events between now and then. So, uh, me and my contractor guy, the the, the the new guy, so we 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 went to the venue, and I ran and I ran speed test. Now I have Verizon, and I didn't know what he had. I was sitting there, I was like, okay, I I need to know how fast Verizon stuff is out here when there's no one here. There's there's not the four or five thousand people who are going to be here with this and i'm like oh man this is this is super slow and, he, and, and then i looked over at him i'm like what do you got he's like i got t-mobile i was like download this app download he, he downloaded he downloaded speed test ran speed test holy but jesus yeah t-mobile is no joke right. right now they bringing it oh my god right um, yeah, T-Mobile goes hard. I ran that whole live stream for that Fortune 500 off T-Mobile cards. Shout out T-Mobile. Yep. There was a Verizon card in there too, but it was mostly T-Mobile cards. So shout out exactly. T-Mobile. Oh and I was going to tell you this, Crichton. Um, if you're looking to purchase next level live streaming equipment, um, mm-hmm. look at like, so so there's what I call the entry level live, which is the slings, the YOLO boxes. Mm-hmm. When you're ready to go to the next level, look at things like the ATEM Television Studio HD8. It's about three thousand oh, yeah. dollars. Um, and get away from HDMI. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, as soon as I can get the uh, as many things as the SDI, uh, that that then that that that, that it, like it, even if you go if, converter if, box, once you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Even if you go converter box to bring your DSLRs and mirrorless along for the ride, um, mm-hmm. it, you go converter yeah. box, HDMI to SDI, uh, and that way you... Exactly. Uh, so, Rodney, quick question. Say, get what instead of HDMI? SDI. SDI is the connector that push and turn. Um, you can get longer cable lengths. HDMI, you're not really supposed to go past eight feet. It's designed to go from your your DVD player to your TV. That's it. They do have mm-hmm. fiber, HDMI, and other technologies to let you go further, but it wasn't designed for that. It, it's not, it wasn't designed for a professional setting. And let me tell you why, just real quick. And this is how you can always judge if it's a professional cable or not. Can you grab it and yank it out? If you can grab it and yank it out, it's not professional. 
If it goes. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. In and locks, it's professional. It's designed so people can trip, fall, and pull your whole computer out the wall before that cable come out. So SDI gives you that. Um, and a lot of high-end switchers um, offer both a mixture of HDMI and SDI because people saying, hey, we got a combination of the two. We want it. So I personally say, you know, if you're going to do live stream all day, the ATEM Television Studio HD8 is three grand. They got the, the the buttons, the switchboard, everything. That's the way I would go if this is your niche. Ty, real quick, mm-hmm. yeah. With the what? Why not the eight ten mini, the smaller one? I I don't. I just I like to be able to see everything on the panel without needing a separate monitor and screen to set up. And I like the controls of being able to push through um, my fades and things like that. It's just more of a high end studio setup. Mm-hmm. Um, the eight ten mini still feels like. I don't want to say a toy, but it's it's prosumer uh, or consumer, well, and it does it's not well, as prosumer. Um, uh, uh, Black Magic does have their their like mini SDI as well, uh, and and extreme. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can still get them with the with their ports. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah, I, I mean, because some people may not have that that three grand to go right. in. So you know, but shoot, he can go in, but like a thousand fifteen hundred and still have monitors and. What I like about Ty, I see what you mean about the. I saw what you mean about the ATEM Extreme and the Mini. They're just a little bit like the buttons are kind of finicky, and the whole thing is like a little bit. You're kind of like, really, this is thirteen hundred or fifteen hundred bucks. You're like, really. It it definitely makes you think about the HD8. The only thing is that the ATEM Mini Extreme is so portable. Yeah, I mean, it's so portable. You can just stick it in a fucking uh, Pelican Air and put it in your carry on. I, like I agree, so but if you're getting, if you're getting, you know, if you're getting 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000, uh, oh, yeah. you, you don't want to mess around on the, on a $1,500, you know what I'm saying? Like, this yeah. is, this is the way to go. This is the way to go right here. If you're, if you, you know what I'm saying? If if you want to see the video coming through on it. Yes. You can see which feed, okay. but you, you, you won't, see, that's you the probably biggest won't, thing for me. You probably you you'll still you could connect a monitor to it, so you probably won't use it for that. You probably mm-hmm. want to use it to know what camera's hot, what camera's ready. You yeah, you right, can yeah. connect a monitor up to it to a see previous. the rest. And it's not that yeah. big. I mean, look, he got it under his arm. He running with it. I um, don't know. Personally, I would still have a TVU set up so that way you can be portable. You know, yeah. like your SDI connections direct in there. And you usually go hot. Now, see, this is all SDI. See, all, and then you got your uh, Ethernet ports. And then you got your multi view right here. So, this HDMI port will allow you to connect it to a monitor to view all of your cameras. So, you don't have to use that screen because that screen will have other valid information. This is the big boy. This is the entry level of the big boys. And you said, ain't touching. I thought this would have some HDMI on it. It don't. The only HDMI I got out to a monitor. You got your audio inputs, you got mic inputs or balanced XLR, so you can go from your audio mixer or you can mix directly from the camera. This is, this is, you know. And honestly, I, sit, sitting with the yellow box, I, 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 I really do think something like what you're saying right here is shown, shown on the screen. Uh, I think that's the, the right step. Yeah, that's the know. next step after the yellow box. If, listen, if you guys are running less than four cameras, you want to be running gun is something simple, small, a podcast or something cool. 
if you're getting corporate events, big corporate events, you want something like this. These these yeah. don't crash. They don't. They 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 are built to last. They do key in, and you can put all your graphics in everything. This is what the big boys are using. You can do all kind of, uh, you know, stuff with it. They're showing multi-camera setups nice. here, and but again, it's SDI. They don't play with HDMI. Which you can get an adapter for all of your HDMI stuff. You can get an adapter, which I would do. And then SDI cables are dirt cheap. You can get a hundred feet for freaking thirty dollars. You can't get a hundred foot HDMI cable for that. So nope. it's cheap. It's reliable. You can run over it, tape it down, step on it, kick it, do whatever you want to do, um, and it works. So that's why they sell these cameras that are built to, built to work, even communicate through the device. So if you're going to go and do, you know live events that are plus 20,000 and you want to make an investment, this is the investment. Look, this is the audio mixing, which you can mix from the camera or you can connect a mixer to it mixed that way. So, you know, it's, it, this is the way to go. Uh, this is what's now, after all of the other ones. What'd you say, Lana? Does this um, let you have like movement type overlays? Is it like uh what do you call it? MPEG-2 format, you know, without the channel. Like, can you so put you, in your custom shit? You To export it? Or you no, mean, to, oh, to import add a video. it. Like, say, yeah, say yes. if I want to bake something in to have for my live stream. Yep, yep. You can definitely do that. Yeah, some of them even let you connect hard drives. I think this one does. So you can record to an external hard drive and have all of your media on that hard drive as well. I actually got yeah, that like exact that. Yeah. same so, hard drive. I, I'm looking right at 10 of them right here in front of me. Uh, 10 of those Samsung's. I was going to say, Todd, the one thing with these, which just like the smaller ATEM minis, with, the one thing I like about them a lot for sure is you get the ISO recording. So let's say, God forbid, all cameras explode, something happens. They have ISO. It records, yeah, yeah, it records all the individual things, but these don't. So if you want to do, if you, anybody wants to get this. No, no, the, the, new, the new one's doing that. The newest one does. There's an ISO Internal oh, the, uh, this the new ones do it, yeah. Yeah, internal oh. storage mo- support yeah. multiple users. Yep. So yeah. You, you, oh, you know what? My bad. The four K one. Yeah. The four K doesn't have an ISO. I asked to do that NIV, and I was like, "Y'all don't have the." I said it was the four K one doesn't have it. My bad. I take it. I take it back. It and then you can drop the file right in DaVinci and edit it again there. Yep. So I mean, it's you know, it, it's it's super dope. And now they got all kind of stuff you can stream from your phone, and you can connect all kind of devices and. This is this. I'm just saying, after you you guys go Yolo box. Usually Yolo box is good for two, maybe three cameras. When you getting the big bucks for it, you want to show up with this. Um, and then there's a lot of other tools they have that, um, you know, that works alongside of it. Like they got something where you can burn your stuff to multiple SD cards at once. And then so when you start getting into these, and these are more high end ones. <laughs> Um, you can get a case like you, because they're stackable that you start getting your, uh, your cases. That's why these are all, um, built in racks. You can get a case that supports the racks for everything. So that way you show up with a case. I used to have my case with my racks in them. I pull the front off and then I'll pull it back off, connect my cables and I go from there. Yeah. That's how I do my live stream setup. And it's, it's so worth it. Cause it takes you like what, maybe 30 minutes to actually set up everything. Yeah. Yep. But that's what's next. That's, that's, I'm not saying y'all got to jump into that right now, but if you decide live streaming is what you want to do, you want to get big clients, that is the next purchase. And that's the baby one. The big one is more than that. Yep. Um, now, he, you know. here, here's the neat thing talking about T Mobile, though. 
Yeah. So uh, as a result, I went into a T-Mobile store. It took me a couple trips, actually. Um, first time I go in there, uh, they're trying to sell me on X, Y, and Z, and it's just you know, it's just the sales, it's just salesperson talking. Real, real nice, real sweet lady, right? I was like, okay, let me do a little bit more research. All right, uh, came home, made some phone calls, did some emails, like whatever. Came back like a day or two later, right? This time, the actual store manager is the only person working. I go in there, I'm like, hey, I'm looking at X, Y, and Z, you know, and and I start dropping like all like a little bit more of the, the the right information and then i finally said you know and, and she says oh yeah yeah this will be fine this will be fine and, and then i looked at her i looked at, like getting eye. i was like look i'm just i'm this is being hooked up to like 30 dollars of camera equipment and then and then the the light finally went on and it's like i don't even I'm, I, she's like i can't even play at this level right she called like one of her district business managers. So not even just like for consumers, but on the business side, talked to the guy on her phone for like half an hour. And, I'm, and I started explaining the X, Y, and Z. And he's like, okay, you know, he's understanding more of it and more of it, more of it. And, and so we have the, what I'm going to use as a dry run solution on Friday. I'm not telling anybody that I'm actually going to be hooked up, you know, like to the internet broadcasting it to like youtube quietly just to like a channel that has zero subscribers right i just want to see this i just want to make sure that it works with what i got well talk, talking to the to this uh like this regional business manager uh with, with them and you know I, I, saw, I was like look you know like there i don't have a lot of business necessarily right now with some of these government organizations because i'm you know, like in the city i'm getting work in more rural areas where they don't have any of this you know you show you show up with a video camera they're like i've seen that on tv you know mm-hmm. you know i exaggerate not that much um and then we got talking about real actual high-end solutions t-mobile apparently has this like uh looks like a looks like a small uh satellite dish now, he he just described it to me, uh, and I didn't have a sheet of paper write down what model number it was. But he said that it can hit a tower eleven miles away, and so say one. Yeah, I'm like, I, I love T-Mobile. I, I I was making a little money and thought I'd go to Verizon and came right back. Mm-hmm. No, and so I'm about to do that. About to go back. Yeah. I want yep. to write, write, write. At, at, at least with the business, man. At least with the business. Like, I, I've been happy with Verizon, like, for the house. But So let me show uh, you guys just real quick what my big uh, setup used to be. Make sure I clicked on the right one. Which one is it? Wait. Hold up, hold up. I want to show y'all real quick. Um. Okay, so... This is the case. I ran a case similar to this. It's not this. And I'm going to show you what was different. This is the only one I could find off top. But this case allow you to sit your laptop on top. Back in the day, I had a rack mounted. Because they sell that ATEM switcher I showed you in a rack mount. I like the controller better. I wish I would have had the controller, but I couldn't afford it at the time. So I would control it with my um, with my laptop. Um, and then I, the one I had had four spaces for the for the four rack spaces. This one only got two. I'm going to tell you why I have four rack spaces. One of them was dedicated audio. It was my audio mixer, right? So I could run all my mics to it and then run that one port into the ATEM switcher. 
The next one had my power. So I had all my power. Everything was plugged into the back. So I can plug everything up here and any additional pieces and only run one power cable. Now I got a bunch of plugs. So so what I would do was set up, I would leave a I would have a laptop that was dedicated to it. I would leave it in there so you can run the power through here and it runs to the back of my power unit. That way my charger and everything was in it. But they got the cases now where instead of having a laptop on top of here, you would have your ATEM switcher on top. So your ATEM switcher, because it's rack mountable, that's why it's got the little divot right here and it's flat. It's rack mountable. You just got to get the right type of rack that it fits into. Well, was this the, the stack we looked at when we were uh, at NAB? I don't know if we seen it at NAB. I'm not I don't, sure. We were at a black. We were in black at Black Magic. We, they we, had it there. Yeah, they had it racked up. Remember, because Carlos was messing with stuff, and mm-hmm. I came yeah. over there filming. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that yeah, when Carlos was pulling shit out the hyperdeck. Yep, yeah, he was pulling. <laughs> he pulled a hard, hard drive, drive. <laughs> <laughs> live. But this is but this is the rack. As you'll see, you can put whatever you want in it. Like they're using it for music stuff. But I had one that was a four. Oh, here it is. Oh, it was six. Here you go, right here. Boom. Yeah, that's that's one I had. They don't got nothing in it right now, but. And they're not crazy expensive, but you, you got enough room for six racks. So if you got single racks, which these are two racks, that's a two rack version. You can have, you know, your stuff there, but like you can get a rack like this. And then if you go to, um, let me see if they still got them. Hold up. Let me show you. So it's all right. All right. So, so like that, right that case, here. it doesn't just open up like uh, the seahorses and pelicans. The yeah, front comes it, off and the back comes off. It, it, it opened up in the front. So you can get, you can get them in rack format, nice. but I would I would rather have the one with the controls and the knob than to have a rack format. That's just me. I like I like to have mm-hmm. physical buttons, um, and then just have that on top. And then I like to use my other racks for power. If you want to do audio, you can. If you got a, a roll, whatever, you can do it that way. But I like to have mine like this. So when I get there, I'm just popping the top off, the front, the back. We running one power cable and we running cameras to it and we ready to go. What's the write speed look like on that uh, Blackmagic ATEM? The write speed, I'm not sure. I know we can record however many channels you have in 4K and give everybody their own file plus your source file plus your multi-view. So I'm not sure. I think it takes your bit rate from your camera, it seems like. Because the stream is variable bit rate. It's based off your... uh... The stream's based off your connection speed. But, but it'll, so if you have a crazy high connection speed, you can do higher bit rate. It'll save it. That's the output bit rate, but it'll save the file right. in a high bit rate because you can take it to DaVinci Resolve and edit it later. Yeah, I think the bit rate in the file is whatever you're getting out of the camera. Yeah, like yeah. through your, whatever yeah. comes out of your HDMI port bit rate wise is what you're going to get um, because into your ATEM because it doesn't. Yeah, see, like, I've used something similar to this before. This is what they want to um, show you, these. Yeah. These cameras it, here to go to. Yeah. Those. What we ended up doing was we used the recording device on the camera and the recording device on the Blackmagic, just because the Blackmagic, it doesn't always record as fast as what would actually be on the camera, especially if you're dealing with, like, football or any kind of, like, train that's high speed. So like needs, I would like, do that anyway for redundancy. I'm yeah. still going to record on both. Yeah, I always record on both as well. Because I've had a time where somebody tripped and pulled my um, my my ATEM out of the plug, 
but we still was recording on cameras and I could plug it back up and re- and get going. There was also, um, you can get one of those. I, I ended up buying, man, it was a rack mounted UPS or USB. Yeah. UPS universal. Power. Yeah. UPS. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I use that to make sure here it is right here. Um, I'm gonna show you this real quick. So I used this to make sure that I didn't have any power issues anymore. Nobody was tripping on my stuff. So you can get, that's why I say you want to get as many racks as you can because, you know, you want to put stuff in it. That way, if my power plug got put out, I still have battery life. It's all about redundancy. So I can go find another plug or whatever. And I still got 30 minutes of power left, depending on what size you get. Double rack, single rack. You, You see what you can spend on these things. Like you can spend whatever you want. That's that's a big range in price. That's ten times the price of that. But you probably... how does heat impact all that? Because you know, like here in te- down on the southern half of Texas, we're walking in the summer. I mean, so are you heat problem? They have so it's going to be fans built into it, and in the front and back open up so it can bring air through. I mean, unless you're outside under tr- tremendous heat, you shouldn't have a problem. They should be yeah. rated up to one hundred and twenty degrees. APCs yeah. are the same ones that we use for like uh, shelters inside of like when you're doing training and stuff mm-hmm. for like UAVs and whatnot, things that need to be on a remote server in Iraq or Afghanistan. It's the same type of equipment used there. If you can't get the rack though, I would still go for a cheap option of like getting an external ups and just at least you got something hooked up there. Because those things, it's surprising how easy they are to fix too. They're yeah. pretty straightforward. They're de- they're designed to be fixed. So like these, if you if you stand mobile in your house, these are the racks that you can get, and you can get all kind of stuff in these racks. You know, but I like I like rack cases. I can spell right now. So with the rack cases, they just come in different sizes, and they're just made to pop the top off, and some have you know mounts up top to hold your stuff like your laptop, but you can get them in hard cases like this. That's whenever you see concerts, they're, they're mixing equipment and all their sound equipment are usually in racks. Yep. Everything's right. Beautiful, man. Yeah. It's beautiful. With the, with the big wheels. Yep. Yes. Yep. I've never done the softer cases before, but the hard cases I know work great out in the field. Like if you're I, out in the middle of fucking nowhere. I would never suggest a soft case. I mean, I, they probably just got it to meet a price point of people who I, I just, I would never do a soft case, even though it got the, it got the racks in it to mount it. You know what I'm saying? They got the screws. I just, I would never do a soft case. I've never done those. I've also never done the plastic one either, but I've always been hesitant with the plastic one. Oh, like I've, how, done, I've done how... these and beat the hell out of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, how I much beat... can they hold for weight? Um, It go, like this one go up to 10 racks. So it can hold, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know if they have a weight limit. Let me see. They probably do. But I know I beat the mess out of mine. I, I kept so racks for... leads to stacks. That's right. Yeah. Racks on racks on racks. So, yeah, and these cases are fairly, you know, they're not that much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would say get the biggest one you can afford or at least map out what you want. Hey, I want my ATEM switcher. I want my audio controls, my power, and my UPS. Okay, that's four racks. Or your ATEM switcher could be two racks itself or two two spaces. So these are just things to map out as you get ready to um, build your next live system. Uh, when you go from consumer to pro level, that's that's another thing too. Is like I would definitely mention um, what do you call it? 
some of these things you can find at pawn shop and whatnot. You, you could, know, you could find a lot of these on Facebook Marketplace because I end up mm-hmm. selling mine to a church, especially because the, the racks have been the same for 30 years. These cases have been out for 30 years. So the cases and a lot of the audio components, you don't need the latest and greatest audio components. Give me a six channel audio mixer. You probably get one for 50 bucks. That's in a rack. It works. No crackling in my signals. Let's go. So you don't have to splurge. On anything other than the than the Black Magic mixer, other than that, I'm really trying to find stuff secondhand. I mean, you know, the case prices are fairly cheap, but you, you'd be surprised what you can find. Um, you know, just just looking. I mean, I'm I'm sure I can probably if I go to, I probably can find some stuff uh, on Craigslist if people still use Craigslist these days. Poor Craigslist. Oh man, honestly, Facebook Marketplace is where it's at, especially like up here in the DMV area. Yeah, I don't Shit. use Craigslist at all, but you know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like you said back in the day. Like you know, there's a lot of people that buy gear and don't realize, you know, it's not really the gear that makes the makes the product. I I like to catch people that selling stuff because they don't understand. You know, they they can't. Yes. They don't know what thank they got. you. Yep. They don't know what they got. They they it didn't work out for them. They bought all this gear thinking it was gonna go in business, and it just didn't work out for them. So, I'm here to buy your gear, buddy. I bought. I literally bought like three items from the same guy three times, and it was like, run it. He's like, oh, I'm trying to get the business. Here's my card, Flash from Academy. But before you go look at that, let me come here and get this gear that you offering this cheap price on. Let me cash that out real quick. Thank you. I don't want you getting no ideas. On how to grow your oh, business. Man. Let me get this gear first. You got to give him the card after, man. Hit him I did. with that. Yo, you don't want this to happen again. Take this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I did. Uh, after I bought it, it's a good deal. Let me get this off you. Now, here go a card. Um, Tara say she's been burning up Facebook Marketplace in the DMV. Yeah, it's, it's I'm going to tell you, the best times for me is right after Black Friday. People hurting. Between Black Friday and Christmas, people hurting. Or it's a lot of cameras come out, people upgrade, and right after Christmas. People are hurting. They got their new camera for Christmas. They want to move off some lenses or they got some camera equipment that's collecting dust. And they're like, I might as well sell it so I can pay rent this month. And I'll be there cleaning up. See, a little bit after tax season is good for me too. That too. You know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be clean. That's like selling it. If you sell a used car, if you could wait to tax season to sell a used car, you can get way more. Prices go up on cars between like February and like June. By the time it's time to go back to school, they back down to the normal prices. And I don't mean like new cars. I mean like beaters. Like that $2,000 car is now twenty eight five or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Right in the price range of a decent return. Like I just need to get from point A to point B. They add a little something extra to them during them times. And it's just, you know, it's just knowing your audience. If you got a Nissan Altima, it's going to be baby mama's buying it. That's it. That's the baby mama mobile. Everybody knows that. Everybody baby mama got a Nissan Altima. Or had one. No, I I have the Altima. You got the okay girl. <laughs> the, the Nissan Altima girls will cut you off and fight you. They just they the ones that. Wait pull a over. second. Do you have kids? Me? Yeah. Uh, uh, only only one. See, there you go. You don't want so them the, with them Nissan Altima you girls. You the baby mama, Vicky. Baby, you <laughs> the one. You the problem. Yeah, Victor, you the problem. You the problem. You be uh, you be cutting people off on TikTok on the freeway, and you the problem. Uh, no, no, no. That's the Nissan doing your makeup, Rogue. Drinking your That's the Nissan Rogue, and that those Dodge Chargers that be doing no, that. No, no. If you ever go to court and they and they find out you drive a Nissan Altima, they're gonna double your child support. 
<laughs> you're gonna lose custody and they're gonna double your child support. Like he Altima. Uh, like they well, hey, don't hey, tell him that. Hey, tell him maximum hey, uh, or something. I've been getting I've been getting good mileage out of it, so I'm cool with it. Matter of <laughs> fact, this this is my second one because the last one got totaled out in December. So. Oh yeah, you 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 one of them guys that pull over and just pee in random places. Nissan Altima guys just pee everywhere. Hey, care. hey, it's hey, it's hey, it's happened once or twice. Broad daylight, broad daylight, right in front of us. Just fucking pee everywhere. Just pee everywhere. Just <laughs> like you, ain't, like bro, you ain't even behind a tree. You behind a damn cone. It don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Stereotypes are, are funny, uh, but yeah. So that's that's my uh, my preaching on the live. If you gonna, you know, what I'm saying the next step. I'm just saying, don't go by another. If you're going to do it, do it. You know what I'm saying? If you're starting to bring in the money from it, I w- that, that's where I would make the investment as compared to another prosumer sling, ATM mini and all of those stuff that makes it easy and affordable. I would go with that. Definitely. SDI is, is a lifesaver. Like what I love about SDI is if it work, it work. With HDMI, it can be working and somebody can turn the cable a little bit and the connector is bad or something. Or You know what I'm saying? Plus you can get SDI and stupid long distances like you can literally buy a box of the cable that's a thousand feet and just put your own end onto it like you can't do that with hdmi and wireless there's a little bit of a delay so Bro, stop it. you got you got me about to send this atem extreme back and grab a fucking hda you fucker i mean i'm just being real with you if you if you say hey i like the check from that job but i want to do more of it i would i would do that think also um look at some used black magic stuff there there's some stuff that's not 4k that's out that's dirt cheap my ATEM switcher was a 4K, and it was, you know, I had that bad boy in 2018. It, the newer ones allow more graphics and more animation and stuff like that. But if you're not doing no keying out, you ain't keying out no green screens, or you don't need animation, you can just put a picture, like a, a PNG file or, you know, something with a, a you know, alpha channel, you find just, there's cheaper ways to do it. The new one is nice, don't get me wrong, but it's just, you know, it's a difference the The bad thing about the older ones let me tell you this very very important the bad things about the older ones is they don't cross convert so every camera gotta be 720p 59.9 or whatever the first one is now keep this in mind your dslr may say hey we will record this video at 720p at 24 frames a second and your dslr won't tell you that the only output from their HDMI is 720.59.9. And if it's outputting 720.59.9 and you got it, I'm like, I got it on 720p24. Why is it not? No, it won't pick it up. You got to gotta learn what your camera outputs through the HDMI port. Because a lot of times it's not the same. Sony's is the first that let me change it. But a lot of times it's not the same as what you record as. And if you got an old switcher that don't cross convert, here you are killing yourself. Cause I'm like, yo, it says 720p24. I got it as that. But it but the system don't see it. Something's broke. It's just that your camera outputs 720p at at 23999. That's not the same as 24 frames a second. And it won't recognize it. The newer ones will, the older ones don't. So that's something that you want to. Man, you talking about wrecking my brain trying to figure this out. That's something that I, I had to buy converters. I just bought converters for everything, which was actually two hundred dollars. But it just converted. Damn. Right. I didn't. You know, I I I had lower end cameras. I had like five Ds at the time, and it wasn't lower end at the time. But DSLRs aren't made for this. 
and you can't control your output of your HDMI. They just they just put it on there so you can hook up a monitor, but you can't change what that output is. On the newer cameras that record raw or that output raw, because they're designed to connect to an Atomist recorder, you can determine what that HDMI output signal should be to match that Atomist recorder. On older cameras, you could not. And on some lower-end cameras, you cannot. So that's just something to keep in mind because if you work with a, if you got an older switcher and them cameras aren't all the same, let's say you use different manufacturers or you use an A6300 and an A6400, you could have issues. So that was just something that I spent a lot of time trying to figure out. I had. To I mean, keep- shit, that's, that's a good reason too, bro. That's fucking, I was just talking about them HDMIs after those HDMIs failed on me, those fibers. I was like, yeah, I don't really want to use HDMI at all anymore. And I was considering the cross conversion, but black magic's also doing a sale right now. Sure so is, yeah. they okay. might get an ATEM extreme back from me and have to send me an HD eight. Cause the, that just ain't the business with that HDMI shit. SDI like, is the way to go, especially like, man, like the only, t- the only way one I would thing use- though, What'd you say? Can you send a slideshow or something from a computer? Yes. Into the SDI with the converters Blackmagic does? So those some, bi-directional or what? Some of them allow you to connect computers via USB or, or oh. Ethernet. But yes. You, oh, so you can run those Ethernets as an input. Right. Oh, now fuck. You, okay. You, if you That's want, a- you can do HDMI out. Like so, I used to keep a HDMI out to SDI converter, an extra one, because if I'm shooting for a client that got a slideshow, I'm just gonna connect to their little Windows machine, do the HDMI out into my converter box that's sending me an SDI signal. Now I don't gotta worry about no software issues or nothing. It's just a plain HDMI signal. If it's an older one, you gotta go on a computer and say, "Hey, computer, I need you to output a 720p signal at 5999." You know, what I'm saying? now you don't have to do it because the new ones are cross conversion, but. Back in the day, I would run that to their slide, and their slide would be one of my cameras. So, so I'm, that's why people are saying them them converters don't work with the SDI, uh, from, or with the HDMI from the computers because the old ones didn't. Well, because yeah, because the old eight ten minis, you have to if you don't notice, you would be like, I, it's plugged up, I don't get it. If you don't go in the computer and tell the computer, you got to, it's gonna pull up that that HDMI port as a monitor, and you got to tell it. I need you to send a 720p signal at a refresh rate of hopefully it's something that we're working. Because if we're running 23.9 and your refresh rate is 24, you're not connecting because they know refresh rate at 23.9. They only do 24, 50, 60, 120, 240. That's it. If you if all your cameras, this is just the older ones, not the newer ones, you don't have a problem with this. But if all of your cameras wasn't running with that, Refresh rate was you jacked. So you can get a converter that uh, Atomist used to sell that will not only convert from HDMI to SDI, but it will convert the signal to whatever you want. So you could say on, it was a little thing you light up to say, okay, 720p, 23999, send, send this out. And now it's in line with all of the gear I got. So it was kind of funky back in the day, but. A lot has changed, and that was one of the things that they fixed. And that's why Black Magic used to sell fifty thousand freaking converters, because you needed different converters for different stuff. You may have six different cameras, and their output is different. 
One output at 1080p 30, the other output at 1080p 2999, the other one output at 1080p 24. This one out, you know what I'm saying? So to get them all together, you had to have converters because the system, now the system can take a 720p or 1080p and convert it in the system and you're good. It just show up. And that's something that even the cheaper YOLO boxes and all that do well. Um, that's one thing I liked about Sling. So when I got my Sling Studio, it had the built-in converter. Even though it was HDMI, it was wireless, so I was cool. And that's what made me get rid of my ATEM switcher. I sold it to a church. But this is something to think about if you decide to go back and get older equipment. Um, and, and it wasn't the previous generation. It was the generation before that. So you have to go way back uh, to probably run into that situation. But look it up before you make that purchase when you decide to go with the big boy live streaming equipment. Also, um, look into getting a separate audio device. You don't have to. Um, I just like to because now, now you got two options with audio, three options with the new one. One option is you take audio from the camera. If you got a camera that's a high-end camera, they got XLR ports, you're probably fine there because I can run microphones into different cameras, especially if they got two XLR ports, and then I can mix that in the mixer. Camera one got audio one and two. Camera two got audio two and three, blah, blah, blah. And I'm mixing it in, in, in the software, in the Blackmagic software. Um, in addition to that, I like to get a cheap-ass $99 mixer, and then I have 10 XLR ports right there, and I can mix it in person running into one signal. I like to get one with the recorder because I'll record that separately just to get better audio. So it's just another layer of redundancy. I'm recording it in the camera. That's one layer. I'm recording it in the switcher. That's two layer. I'm recording it in the mixer. That's three layers of audio redundancy. CYA. I'm recording video in the switcher. That's one layer of video. I'm recording video in the camera. That's two layers of redundancy there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So just you got triple, quadruple coverage. The good thing about I think it, Rodney asked about the Rodecaster too. If you want to throw in your opinion on that versus a cheapo mixer, uh, you can use the Rodecaster. I think it's overkill for that. I think you'll spend you could spend less and get more than you would with the Rodecaster. Uh, the Rodecaster is great, but it's built for podcasting. So you spend you only get four channels. I think the new one got like six. You can get a ten channel mixer for a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. If you get one that's a mixer and a recorder, you can spend three, four hundred dollars, if that, and then you're better off. You know what I'm saying? Like I would get like a Zoom F8 or F6, something like that, in my opinion, before I get a Rollcaster because it's about the same price. Um, and then with the Zoom F6, you're getting 32-bit float, so you could set it and forget it. Um, but but having that mixer allow you to have now you can have a panel. Where eight people got live mics, you were, you you can mix all up, you know, you can mute this guy because he went to the bathroom. This guy's a hard breather, so when he ain't talking, I'm muting his ass. This this you know she keep whispering to her friend over here. This person, you know, what I'm saying so you can you got control of everything physically. So a mixer is something that I like to have on bigger shoots like that. But you know that's me. And then if you're recording, you can record multiple tracks internally. Pump out one signal to the to the to the ATEM, and then you can mix it on that to make sure it's not too loud coming out or whatever. But um, you know, that, if you're doing you know thirty thousand dollars shoots, you're probably gonna spend five, eight, maybe ten tops on equipment the first time, and that junk will keep making you money forever. Cause it ain't like you gotta buy film 
I mean, you know, you're straight. You probably Man, yeah. This shit uh, once you buy it once, film. it's making you money forever. That's why I was saying I'll swap the extreme for the yeah. HD8 because it's not so much about like what's the cheapest; it's about what's going to make me money the longest. And the HD8 is going to make me money the longest. Yeah. I didn't know it was repairable. That shit changes everything. Yeah. Like yeah. if they let you take it apart and use it repair it, fuck yeah, dude. That's but, what I want. But you probably never run into an issue because these bad boys are used. They're designed to be beat and used every day. They're designed. Oh yeah, they're designed for way more use than I'm gonna use them for. Exactly. I never had a problem with mine, and I mean that case was. I had to tell people, chill. They don't know what's in the case. Like it's a hard case. Don't throw it in there. Slide it in there. That's money. But I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. you you gonna you gonna get your money worth out. And I mean, Black Magic, they're built on on switchers. That's how Black Magic got their name from switchers. Nothing else. Not cameras, not DaVinci. They bought DaVinci. They built their brand off of their broadcast switchers and their broadcast equipment. So that's their best product. Hey, Ty, I'm curious. All right. So, you know, looking at my uh, problem with, uh, with the yellow box uh, crashing on me and stopping the video, it got me thinking, what if I were to go take an Atomos like Ninja or maybe even a Shogun and uh, putting it in between? So that way, and then here's the other thing. I, 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 to me, that that's also another layer of redundancy. Now everything's being recorded again. Uh, now, as far as like a Ninja versus a Shogun, the Shogun seems more expensive, but it's, SD, you know, it's like it's SDI ports. That's the only real difference. Oh, okay. Ninja is HDMI port. I wouldn't do it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I would I would either I would record from the devices one layer and record from each camera separately as a different layer. Those are my two layers mm-hmm. of redundancy with video. Um that, and I said I would I wouldn't put an additional because if a camera die, that piece in the middle not gonna save you. If the if the mm-hmm. if the end die, that piece in the middle not gonna save you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't yeah, t- make sense. Tara asks any recommendation on the dynamic handheld mics. Most of the ones I've been looking at. Oh man, somebody said something. They pushed it up just that quick. Okay, most of the ones I've been looking at can only pair two mics per receiver. Any suggestions for a less bulky, bulky setup for six mics, or is that just typical standard? To be honest with you, so they do make receivers that have multiple mics. Um, you gonna you gonna pay more? I just um, dropped one in the chat. It's called Electrosonics. You can look them up. They were at NAB, but they're yeah. a high professional field company. You'll spend about fifteen thousand on like a set of uh, two four-channel receivers, but you can run LAVs, RF plant mics, and handheld Sure capsules at the same time. You just need a wireless adapter that basically plugs into the bottom of your Sure handheld capsule into the XLR port, and it'll power it, send signal to your Electrosonics receiver, all that junk. The problem is Electrosonics is super expensive. It's super hard to use. There's no like instruction manuals. They expect you to be a pro trained sound guy coming out of like the film industry to use those, that equipment because of the price point. It's just like Teradek. They ain't going to tell you how to fucking use it. You're going to have to call the company and get like actual instruction from them on how to use it. If you want an instruction manual. Um, I'm trying to think, Ty, have you seen any like lower end setups that actually run handhelds like that with six channels? Yeah, I'm trying to find one now and see if. uh... So there's a poor man way to do it. Um, I was going to say my sound guy gave me the super not poor man way to do it with those electrosonics. So I don't know the poor man way to help me out. 
there, there's the the poor man way is uh, let me look let me pull it up so I can show you uh hold up I'm gonna show you the poor man way and I'm gonna show you the more expensive way um so let me just while I'm looking for it I'll just tell you um the poor man way is to have Rode has an XLR. It's not a wireless go. It's their wireless system. Um, it's their not the new ones that are smaller. It's the bigger ones. Gosh, I can't think of the name of it. Um, let me see if I can pull it up. I want to say it's not their wireless go system. I got it. I totally know what you're talking about, though. It's that big one, the like big rectangle yep. pack that you put on your hip. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. I want to say it's the Rode. Oh, no, I got a bunch not. of them over here in my case. I just don't feel like pulling them. Oh. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, too. Okay, I'm wait. dropping the electrosonics in the chat for anybody who wants to know. It's apparently 1500 just for the adapter for the microphone into the electrosonic system, like just to adapt a standard handheld XLR mic into it. So definitely the expensive option, but hopefully we can find the, Let me see. the poor man's option. Let me go. I'm gonna go to Roll website because they have. I think they still. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's called like the XLR one. Let's go wireless. Ah, okay. It's called Roll. Okay. So let me go here. Okay. So. Uh, whatever. So the this the this the poor man's option. So it's kind of poor because you still need the XL TL XL one, and you still need the receiver unit, which is this one. You need both of them, and you can run eight of those. That's the poor man option. The you're gonna run batteries to each. Um, the pros to this is you're not relying on one system for all your audio. Uh, these are phantom power, so you can run your really good mics and your cheap mics on them. I would go cheap fifty dollar handheld. Sennheiser on this setup. The second one is they make systems like this that let you pair eight mics. They they're just super expensive. You can even get a system like this. I think this is maybe rack mountable. You can get a rack mountable. Um, let me see. Let me see if I can. Is it the Road Link? I think Rodney's right. Yeah, it's the, Roll, it's the Rolink. It's the right? one I just showed. Yeah, Rolink TX XLR. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. The you can get. I'm trying to see this system. No, I don't want that. Oh, so they have the bases, and you can connect microphones to them, but they get pretty pricey because you gotta buy, and this is only a quad channel. This ain't even. Let me see. They got they got some that are like eight channels. I had one before. We offered, we bought one for for Fridays back in the day. But you can get them with the built-in microphone. Let's go to this mic. But you have to get the mics as well. This one, small conference room. This is up to, that's a small, I'm trying to see if I got, they got a bigger one. That's still four channel. Um, I'm a, I, I like the poor man option 
because you you look at spending six seven thousand when you start doing eight or nine mics. If you go with yeah, like yeah, that could be expensive fast. Yeah, because it's the it's the wireless part. If you go with like a, you can get like a freaking you can go analog or digital. It don't matter. Let's say we do digital mixer. You can get something like this. This is perfect, right? You can get something like this. You got six channels and probably two other ones that are different, not XLR or something like that. I think this is an H. Yep, this is an eight channel. So you can run eight microphones into this for three forty nine, but you're also responsible for this Rode Link kit. And I think the kit is two ninety nine. I think it's by itself is one ninety nine. But I think the kit is like two ninety nine for the for the. There it is right here. Boom. This right here. The new shooter kit. Um. But this, you'll have to run this per channel. And I think these are two. Does that output XLR too? Yes and no. Um, it comes with. I was going to say it outputs 3.5. Right? Yeah, but it comes with an adapter that, that converts it to XLR. Perfect. Perfect. So, yeah. yeah, it comes with an adapter. So it's XLR input and you, it comes with a little adapter that's XLR output. So you can run, you know, six of those with something like this. And Facebook yeah, Marketplace, and, and this records on, it's the L8, so it records. And if you go analog, it's cheaper. The only difference is analog is not going to record while you're, while you're doing it. But it's battery-operated, and, and you can use power cords. So battery backup. So it works. Small. Um, and you can go with a rack-mounted version um, of something like this. So I think, like, yeah, there's a rack-mounted. This is a six-channel. This one we looked at earlier. It's six-channel. I don't think this just records. It probably just mixes. But in the oh no, that's not the way you want to go. That's a little too poor man's yeah, way. Yeah, just a little too much. And it's just different. I mean, you know, BNH. A lot of this audio equipment you can find dirt cheap in Facebook Marketplace. Like it's just dirt cheap, and or you can go crazy with it. Like you know what I'm saying? If you want to, you might even be able to get it used at Guitar Center or something. Absolutely, like on a sick deal. Absolutely, yeah. Depending on your area. That's if you want to go rack mount. You don't have to go rack mount. You can go, you know, you can do this right here, which this is, you know, five channels. I think they even let you do Bluetooth here. So if you got a caller calling in, you can do that as well. Which I don't like. I want XLR inputs. But it really don't matter because that those mics, um, you can go from, uh, what is it, quarter jack to one-fourth jack and go right into here. I like XLR. XLR is going to be more of your... Uh, professional setup, but you know they still use uh, these quarter jacks. Yeah, TRS quarter TRS. Yeah, but I I personally, you know, either way works. Um, you got to think about cable costs, which the good thing about it, if you got this kit, you you're not gonna run any cable costs because it's gonna come with everything. But that's the poor man's way to do it. If you're trying to run more than four channels, I I own one of these sets. Cause I usually no, I got two of these. Cause I run these off of. I like to run boom poles wireless, so I use this to run a boom pole wireless. Cause it's phantom power into my receivers. But I bought these separate because they came out late. So I got four. I got four live mic sets like this, and then I bought two extra XLR receivers. Um, and then I have various other live mics. So I got the the wireless go, and so the good thing about having a system like like your own recorder is you can run whatever lav system you want into it. 
you're not stuck to just road or or you don't have to buy mics from that vendor. So if you go to one of the high end joints, you're gonna have to buy mics from that vendor. With the lower end ones, you just you don't. So that's kind now, of a benefit of it. Do you have to set this um like different frequencies? If you're gonna be running like six um six reporters like that, do you have to still set up separate frequencies on those like you would for a Sennheiser? So on these, no, because they have channels and they're going to look for the best channel. If anything, you would change the channel. But but if you got eight of them, they'll talk to each other and say, all right, you channel one, you channel two, you channel three. They'll, they'll, they won't interfere with each other automatically. Now, if you're switching up, you got two Sony. Like, like there's times where I have two Sonys, four Rhodes, a Rode Wireless Go. I'm trying to see what else I got. There's times where I'll have just multiple ones. I'll double check it. But rarely do I have interference with them. Even if you get with a little bit, even if you get a cheap one. Um, it happens. Um, I'm usually away from channel one and two anyway, because that's the standard channel that everybody and their mama on. Um, but I usually go to different channels. But I've had these at very, like very packed uh, venues, and I've been fine. I've, I haven't had, even if I couldn't get signal. There's been times I can't get phone signal. I can't get outside the building. And they'll still do fine inside the building. Um, you know, the the roll wireless go is the weakest link, if any of them, because it's little and they ain't got that much power. But now, are they line of sight based, or do can they work outside of that? These can okay. work outside of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These um supposedly a hundred yards distance, so which is a football field. Like, I don't think I'm gonna be that far. A football, maybe half a football field, but not a football. Field. That's crazy good distance, man. That's awesome. That's really close to the electrosonics. Like, so, that's great. Yeah, I don't that's know really what the roll wireless goes with their distance. When you start, oh, they're like a hundred feet. Yeah, they're they, terrible. Yeah, them little mini ones are a little like they're a little different. They don't have a power. Those take double A batteries, so or they you can't can, go through walls either. Yeah, the oh, Roblink can go through little, walls. Yeah. That little DJI though. That little DJI, like, uh, but audio I, mic, that thing can. But see, I'm still, actually, I'm cautious on I those. The DJI's work better. I'll, I'll, I'll use those with direct line of sight for something like, I'm using a bigger pack with, with something that's a little, you know, higher in. Where I'm, where I'm a stage and I got people and phones and wireless devices in between us, I'm, I'm going to go with something a little higher in. And these been out for a while, so you can catch these used, you can catch these, everywhere and they are they don't i've never i've never had an issue with mine and i got a ton of them um i got a ton of them. That's, that's photography equipment but yeah so i would um it was back there but yeah i would i i got a bunch i can always show you guys how to use them and set them up and everything but i would yeah with, with something high end it, again it, it when you're working on events, you got a stage, you are in the back, you got people between you. For cameras, I like to run cable. That little bitty thin SDI cable taped down works perfectly. If they break it, tear it up, yank it, trip on it, cut it, whatever. It's dirt cheap. It's not an HDMI cable where you're spending twenty dollars to get eight feet. You you know what I'm saying? And it's smaller, so people are less likely to trip on it, easier to tape down. And like I said, I, I got 200 foot spindles in my van that I just keep of SDI cable. So, because it was just that cheap to just have it 
So, but that's, you know, again, when you go live, you start doing lives um, and you're doing multi-camera setup, you should be bringing in on your worst day, on your worst day, 10 grand on your worst day. And that's feeling sorry for a church. And because the pastor looking you in the eye with that puppy dog look and you're like, all right, 10 grand. But you know, the good thing about live streaming that I really like for a two camera setup. Yeah. Two camera, three camera setup. That's different than if I'm doing, if I'm doing something smaller that I'm doing a YOLO box, I may do, you know, let's say I ever record a podcast, right? It ain't no crowd. It's just us. I may do it a lot. You know, I may do it somewhere cheaper if I'm recording a podcast. If I'm talking about a live event where you got a stage, presenters, you got your screen behind them, like, like you know, that that's what you want to really make sure you are um, charging right. If I'm doing a little podcast, it's going to be a little cheaper. Um, but, you know, you're not really responsible for mixing a lot of audio. You know, you, you don't need eight eight microphones you don't got a presenter you don't got a speaker like on that i usually have let's say i'll have i like to have the big switcher because i may have the podium on one channel i may have like i've had it where it was uh when we did the um the mayoral debates right it was eight people in the debate so we had the presenter or the speaker who's asking the questions he got mic'd up then each of the contestants got mic'd up because they were just answering from their chairs. Then we had to have the podium mic'd up because somebody would walk up to the podium and say something. Then we had to have a mic that was passed around for questions to get mic'd up. So all of those mics got to be up, ready, live, and I got to unmute it and know exactly, okay, that's the handheld mic, unmute it. And I usually use color. I like to use color-coded uh, just so I can see it and be like, yellow. I may not be able to see two, three, or four, whatever number on it. And if you'll notice, when you watch TV, you'll see a lot of mics were color-coded. That's so the mixer can say, all right, blue, on, red, off. Or let me bring up blue. Let me bring up Michael Jackson microphone and, and go down on Tito. We don't want to hear them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so real real quick, I'm going to change the subject. I watched the Jackson hey. 5 performance, and they performed without Michael. It was horrible. The, and what make it so bad was... They had this whole orchestra doing all of Jackson 5 music. So the music was beautiful, but they had the same Michael Parsons. It was just bad, man. I was just like, it was terrible. Anyway, sorry about that off topic. Um, yeah. With that, I'm going to see you, Otis. Right. It was real bad. Like, I was, <laughs> they was doing Jackson 5 songs, and it was Tito and Randy trying to hit notes. Wasn't a good look. Man, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna get ready to slide, but let me go over this one more time. And also, whoever want to be guest host tonight, feel free feel free to put your hand up. I'll make you guest host. Um, let me say this real quick. After June first, we're getting away from course sales. We're doing all subscription. Um, that price is gonna be forty nine ninety nine. That's pretty affordable. Um, second. We're going to have a sale before that ends for those who say, hey, I want to pay for it once and be done. It's going to be a big sale, similar to Black Friday. So you can get in. And if you if you have bought a course or a contract from me, you will always have access to it, whether you're a member or not. I don't, I don't play that. You bought it. You got it. Um, you, you can access it through the app without being a member. And that's something that. I'm continuing to, you know, that's kind of the, that's a cost that I wanted to incur because every time somebody downloads the app access server, it's a cost involved. It's, you know, but if you've already paid for it, 
I still got to eat that cost. So, but, but know that if you download the app, if you access your stuff, you pay for it, you got it. It'll be there as long as I am still breathing. Now, if I, if, if I slip on a Skittle and bust my head next week, I'm sorry. Like cuss me out at the funeral. Um, so it'll be there. You know what I'm saying? Just hope I don't slip on no Skittles or no M&Ms. So I want to put that out there. So I will be posting and pushing and letting everybody know about that. Um, also, the new G Plus also comes with all of those uh, templates and LUTs and all of that. All of that's included. So not only do you get courses, you get templates. And the only thing you don't get is contracts. You do get contracts if you pay for annual. Um, but all of them new uh, Photoshop and Lightroom templates and LUTs, because I'm going to keep adding more and more, is with the G+. So just want to put that out there. Uh, I think Victor or Creighton, one of you had a question or something. Uh, my, I had something real quick for you. Okay. Watch out for M&Ms also. M&Ms will get you. They're slippery when wet. Yeah. But see, I can crush an M&M. You can stomp a Skittle. It, it take a lot more to stomp a Skittle. Unless you got a peanut M&M. That's different. That's a whole different slipping ball game. So I got kids, so it's Hot Wheels and Legos that I got to worry out, worry, worry about. They'll get you. They will get you. I used to only shoot with Skittles. I would never go to a shoot before without Skittles. Skittles had you all jacked up. Skittles are drugs. Go for it, Lana. It's on you. You got your hand up. We got to do the hand check. Hold up. Let me see your hand. You got the Bart Simpson now, hand. Just take it down. Okay. I, I, just, I just wanted to check real quick. Um, I, I had an idea. I wanted to run by you. Yeah. But is it possible to do it in a breakout room? The uh, the idea? Yeah. Because uh, I don't know how great it would be. <laughs> or should I just try to spitball it here? It's okay, spitball it. Let's go. Spitball it. All right. So, like... I was thinking, you know, like how they have the book club type thing. <laughs> Don't do that, man. Don't put me under that much pressure, man. Shit. Um, I really like tutoring people on editing, especially on Premiere Pro and shit like that. And I'd love to try to see about maybe doing like a few like group classes just to kind of get my feet wet a little bit and <clears throat> out. Would that be cool or better? Hell idea? yeah. That's my answer. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm a DaVinci guy, but yeah. I'm yes, with it. I'm interested. Yeah, I just mean like simple things like keyframing, like yeah. L cuts, J cuts, that sort of thing, transitions, understanding how to like use the different apps inside of like, I wish I knew more about DaVinci, but like inside of like Adobe, I know a lot of people that don't know all the software in there. It's all interconnected. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm, I'm definitely with it. I think you should also do a breakout session talking about your experience with Netflix and stuff. Shooting a documentary. I think that'll be dope too. Oh, I, w- I would personally love to pick your brain on that. I mean, you know, but I'm sure I'm not the only oh. person. Okay. I mean, I can yeah, confirm sometimes. you are not. See? You are not the only one. Yeah. Now that we know that your that your last name is not a guy that's sitting off on the side of the screen waiting to snatch the mic, we, we feel way more confident, comfortable having these conversations. Well, now that we're not scared of your husband, now that we know you're the husband, I thought you just, I just thought you had an overprotective husband that was like, let him know. No, it ain't that serious. No, I'm just a lady husband. You know, I've seen people, you know, that had a couple, they had a couple Facebook pages and they'd be like, listen, this is what it, that's just, you know, I'm just, I'm being respectful. 
I, I was just waiting for him to come out the blurred background. Like, stick to camera, sucker. You better just be talking <laughs> about business, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I'd be like, with all due serious. respect, sir, I was reckon. I, no. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. Any, I, listen, I am, I am down for any breakout session any of you guys want to have. I think that this, this community is not just about everybody learning from me, but us sharing our experiences with each other. That's what makes us better. I learn a lot from you guys, and I'm sure others learn a lot from you guys. And just like you were in that NAB, but if you were at NAB, you would see how many people ran up and like, oh, snap, they're going to gold members. We know you. We watch you. Like, you would be surprised at how many people know you all as much as they knew me. And it was just, it, I was like, I'm telling y'all, people who follow your story, like especially when I was doing a lot of the lives, they follow everything you guys do or people who listen on the podcast. So they are, you got, y'all got fans and y'all don't realize it. You got a lot of folks through the pandemic. It was, it was a lot of listening going on during that pandemic because you was live all the time and yeah. I was in there. I was, <laughs> I would go live like three days a week, just answering questions, just bored. Let's do it. I just want to talk about it. Keep me sharp. So yeah, but breakout sessions are, I don't, yes, definitely. Um, We can get together and schedule a time and however you want to do it. Um, But I'm yeah, definitely down I'll for it. I'll go ahead and work on a lesson plan and everything for yeah. it. And then just like submit it to you for like consideration. And then go from there. That sounds so official. Let me, um, yes, uh, please, <laughs> please submit that to me and we will. Uh, what? Look. I'm used to doing it that way. Like, that's how I used to train people back in MVC. Like, we would submit do like form, the actual lesson plans. Submit form 2763D to us uh, and oh we will God. look over it and we will approve it uh, and we will let you know. Don't call us, we'll call you. So, yes. I am regretting this decision already. <laughs> it's a good decision. <laughs> I love it. It's a good decision. I think people will learn a lot from it. Uh, and I think it'll be fun. Luke, what happened to your car? Me? He said, yeah. He, he, what do you mean what happened to my car? House. It did transform into a house. It, yeah, it didn't transform. It, there's this thing called I don't live in my car, bro. <laughs> like a lot. Well, there's this thing called No Chatter My Hopes and Dreams, and I love Transformers. Oh, yeah, that's right. It, it's, it's Optimus Skull. If I had the exactly. if I had the Transformer car, let me tell you something. I I would be charging even more. I'd be I, like, all right, this, we go show up, and we're gonna transform in front of your customer, and then we're gonna do the job. I just don't understand how they transform with people in them without crushing them to death. That was just maybe I just <laughs> overthought it. Like, how you didn't crush them, you. I think it's like that was a thing. major hole in the entire plot of their like whole universe. It's yeah. like, bro, you guys really went and made like a hundred movies about something without thinking about this. Really? Really? Because it's based like, on a toy and kids don't even think past that. But still, it's like you went and made a hundred million dollar movie and you're like, uh, maybe we should make it so they don't sit in there while it's transforming. I mean, Just, you know, for when I was a kid, I was like, out of all the cars you could have chose Optimus Prime, you choose an old ass truck. <laughs> out of all the cars you could have chose you picked the old truck uh, I and a just, lot of them like muscle cars and planes and shit and he's like nah semi truck baby 80 semi truck baby i i, yeah, I outgrew yeah. i outgrew cartoons when i would watch uh gi joe and it would be tons of shooting and nobody would get shot like every plane that explode the person <laughs> mysteriously made it out in the parachute and then it dawned on me i was watching the a-team one time as an adult I'm like, hell yeah, they busting out the steel. They about to light them up. And nobody hit nobody. 
it was just gunshots, da -da 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 -da, and it was just pew, 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 pew. like he's right there. You said that you were trained military that escaped, and you can't put a bullet down range ten feet. Right. So yeah, I was no, just yeah, that's when I got too old. No blood, no same private Ryan, no nothing. The eighties mm -hmm. had you thinking you could knock somebody out with a punch. Like the eighties had me just no. trying to knock people out, like. Psh. Or, or when they grabbed the two heads and they put them together, the people who ain't looking, like it was just so easy to make that coconut noise. Uh, so anyway, back to it. Uh, Tara said, I, I work with DaVinci, but I've been considering Premiere Pro because some people only want to work with Premiere users due to the collaborative workspace. I hope I read that big word right. If I didn't, Detroit Public Schools. Anyway, um, yes and no. Oh, uh, shit. You went to Detroit? I literally shot a film in Detroit this weekend. I shot in Detroit too, but it wasn't film. Um, what, ah, what part of Detroit? What part of Detroit did you shoot? Right. We were like right over by the MGM Grand Building. Oh, and shit. you was in the safe. Okay, you good. You good. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah. We're I, in the nice part of town. No, nah, I shot. Yeah, all right, but uh, it wasn't film. Um, so let me tell you. Um, uh, the good thing about Da Vinci is, I, I think that a lot of principles that you'll learn with Da Vinci Resolve. I mean, with Premiere Pro, as far as how to cut or how to edit or what should go where, can be applicable to davinci resolve also was dope about davinci resolve is let's say you're a premiere pro user you can get that keyboard shortcut and use all of these shortcuts because editing is editing there's a few things 30 percent of it you got to relearn with the software but 70 percent of editing is editing so like i have a final cut pro keyboard here i have a davinci resolve keyboard here and it's the same, you know, I mean, not the keyboards are different. The shortcuts are different, but, but what you learn in editing, you know what I'm saying? It will, will always work on every app. Um, just yeah, that's why I wanted yeah, to focus in on. Yeah. It's that kind of thing is like one, you know, what can you really get out of this? Here I am starting music and all kind of crap, hitting short keyboard shortcuts, but yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm down for that. I think that it is a great place to learn, um, and you know, I think that we all can we all can benefit from it. So yeah, I'm I'm green lighting that all day. Let me get yeah, ready to roll. It's three hours and a half. Is people gonna cuss me out on these? They're like, I, I love your podcast, but they're three hours. I got people that cuss me out on Instagram. So if you are one of those that's gonna cuss me out on Instagram, just know that we gave you valuable content for three hours for the price of one hour. If that makes any sense. Um, anybody else want to host when I slide out? Because I know y'all like to talk to 2 a.m. Uh, Creighton, had, Creighton had, uh, had volunteered. Did he? Yeah. He he had. I thought he had put that on there, but. Yeah, so, it's in the chat somewhere. He said it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm sitting there. It's like, hey, you know what? Marcus ain't here. So, so, somebody got to hold it down. Okay, so. okay. Just like that. You the host? Um, let me say this real quick before I slide out, man, I'll, let me tell you, there are times where I am just like, oh man, I got so much to do or my mind is, and I, and I'd be like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna go on and I get here with my friends and I have so much fun that I talk for three hours, even though I say it's going to be short, like short is three hours. This, 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 just the standard short is three hours. Even when I leave and I have stuff to do, I'll put the app on and watch it on TV and just laugh or whatever. So I'm always watching, just know that. Um, so I just want to say, I, I, without you guys, I couldn't do this. And I'm just trying to find ways to grow so that I can invest more into it. And I want to say thank you guys for rocking with me through all these changes and stuff, all these ups and downs. I appreciate everybody, even those. I know we got a lot of people that may stay on, they stay off camera, don't say much. 
or they typo. I love you too. Just know that. Um, so I just want to say thank you guys and, uh, we're going to continue to grow this thing and I'm going to find a way to get you guys more and more and more, uh, you know, as much as I can give you more tools and try to be a part of your success. Um, so, and I love hearing them stories about wins. I like hearing stories about losses and lessons cause we got to share them. That's how we learn. Uh, it ain't all about the glamorous, you know, check cashing. You got to lose a few bags to appreciate one sometime. And I didn't been there and done it. So y'all be safe. I'll see y'all next week. And uh, see you in the community until then. All right, y'all. Oh, turn, yeah. turn, right, bro. turn up. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.